are listening to On The Fly. What's up, guys? On The Fly, back again this week. This week's episode is... It's going to start our, what, 10-part series on the 80s each year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do your math. <laughs> 80, 80 to 89 would be 10. Believe it or not, it's not 9. It may fool you, but I know how Warden's math is. Anyway, so we're going to start start tonight with 1980 with me. And flaunt, look at it. You, you saw him when he... He had to pull the jersey out, and then he had to use the cup because oh, both yeah. his teams had good weeks this week. Hey, man, it don't happen all that much, so hey. Yeah, I'm with drinking me, from the, the cup of victory, at least this me, week. With me, as always, is Warden. What's Cooper up, Cooper Rush, buddy? 3-0 as a starter, just saying. Yeah, that's true. Quarterback controversy in Dallas. Nah, get rid of Dak. Time to move on. Cut bait and run. <laughs> <laughs> so, so your Cowboys pulled one out on Monday night against the Giants. Nobody was more shocked than me. Well, you know, it is what it is. I don't No, there's so much parody in the NFL that there's no I mean, I hell, I thought the Bills were dominant, man. They got beat. And you look at the look at the Lions. God, yeah. they're scoring 20 points and they haven't aren't they scoring 20 plus points and have they even won a game yet? Yeah, they've won a game. But, but I mean they, they lose by high scores, yeah. Yeah, their their defense is not not doing well. So. And that's Cowboys. I mean, Michael Parsons is one of the. I mean, yeah. and honestly, if if Ceedee Lamb gets going, I mean, I mean, I, I I wouldn't mind seeing Cooper Rush, but they're going to bring back Dak too soon. He's going to probably hurt himself again. He's going to mess up his confidence because he wasn't confident in that first game. Oh no! So it's it, it'll be a Cowboys controversy, but it'll be which one sucks the most. <laughs> okay. So now and then and then Pujols. Get seven hundred, which I was got six ninety nine and seven hundred in the same in game. one game, yeah. and it was really cool because he got it in L A. in front of the Dodgers fan, yeah. And he and he was he was there one year, and he credits he credits the Dodgers organization for giving him one of you know because L A. the the Angels is where players go to die. You got two of the best, probably the two best players in, in the Major game baseball right now on yeah. the Angels, and they ain't doing nothing. And nobody, Mike Trout, the best player in the game. Nobody knows who he is outside of L.A. and geeks oh, like me. Mike Trout is, it? yeah, but they you know, know you follow, but, but but your average fan doesn't know because he, he they never see him in the playoffs. Well, but he got it, and he got it with the Dodgers. Yeah, if if it's a fan, if it's a fan that just tunes in for the playoffs, yeah, yeah they're not going to know. But but I think even the average fan that follow it, that may follow it a little bit, knows who Trout is. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, what he's done over the years, yeah. You had a lot of people that didn't follow baseball that knew who Derek Jeter was. It's the team. It's the team. And Anaheim ain't the team. No. But no. about the Pujols, he got it in L.A., which is great. The guy that caught the ball, there's a story I ought to share. The guy that caught the ball was a Dodger fan. They tried to get the ball from him. He said no. Pujols is like, cool, that's a souvenir. There's a story back, I think, when McGuire got one of his home runs back in the 70, number 70. 90, like 70 back in the 90s. Mm-hmm. The, got it, the Cardinals wanted to get the ball back, and he goes, okay, you know, give me this, that, and I want to meet McGuire. Well, McGuire was being a dick at the time and didn't meet him. No, he's having the a guy rate. sold the ball for $3 million. Yeah, I think he made out a little bit better than to meet McGuire. Yeah, especially being that way. Just, I mean, it takes five yeah. minutes of your time. I mean, 
So I think that guy, I mean, I don't blame him. I mean, I'm a Cardinal fan. I caught that ball. I'd, I'd be on, I'd be looking into selling it. I'd too. be saying highest bidder. But I don't know. I don't think that ball will bring as much as McGuire's, but I think it'll bring a pretty penny. I think it'll bring some. I mean, there's not too many that's hit 700. I yeah, mean, the next I think up's Babe Ruth and then Hank Aaron. Yeah, so. so I mean, Hank Aaron has like and, and there's not too many. There's not too many with, that need the asterisk beside their name that have hit over 700, if you know what I mean. You still got to hit the ball, Stevie. Yeah, but, I mean, come on. Come you on, gotta, You still got to hit the ball. Well, I tell you what. Barry Bonds is still the home run leader. I don't care what anybody mm, says. He's, yes, well, he is. I, me and you will disagree on that. And you'll be uh, wrong as always. So yeah. Fine. Well, you're wrong, but yeah. you know you can disagree with me. But you're wrong. You still, you still got to hit. You still got to hit the ball, bro. Yeah. No matter, can, well, no matter yeah, how big your head grows, <laughs> there's a difference when you hit the ball and it gets in the outfield, and then when you hit the ball and it goes over, uh, you know, out of the park. Yeah, something's helping you there. Yeah, when your head gets is like three times the size that it was. Five years ago, yeah, you're getting some help. Yeah, if but, that's the case, if that's the case, Warden, then just let everybody take them. I mean, no, no, that's I not what true. I mean. It's not right. No, there are it's, a lot of people. He broke the rules. There are whole. Oh, you don't think there? You don't think people are cheating all the he time? He got caught. So yeah, but okay, yeah, he got caught. It's like the Astros, everybody does that. The exactly. Way, I mean, they got caught, and it's hypocritical for others to go against them. But do I think the Astros should. There's an Astro beside the Astros which World Series too. I, this and you asterisk, know there he is. You know asterisk, there he is. This asterisk bullshit pisses me off. You know why? Because in 1999, when the Spurs won the title, Phil Jackson had to go, well, put an asterisk by it. They still, why? everybody still played the game because it was half a season, had the, the lockout. It's that well, asterisk, that asterisk shit's bullshit. Okay, hold I mean, on. There's a, di- there's a difference there. There's a difference there. That was something that all of them were affected by. Or I, you know what I mean? It's not, it's not like. Let's say how my how do I want to say this? They were all playing for it, but Barry Bonds is individual. That's what you mean. Exactly. I, 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 I mean, I still I there's I rules there for a reason. I'm and under the impression. So you think the Astros should have an asterisk by their? Yes, I do. Oh please! You, look, okay. Let's say yeah, you're from Texas, so Houston. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Let's say no, I'm, not, I'm not a what's, what's the team you hate the most? I don't hate any teams in baseball. Ball crap. There's got to no, be the, Cardinal, the Cardinals rival or something no, like that. You I don't, don't like okay, okay, the Cubs. Okay, the Cubs. Okay, if the Cubs won the World Series, it was stealing signals. They were. That's how they won it a few years ago. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Uh, well, how do you think you they know, were all the, the, the freaking Ohio? Uh, Ohio. Cleveland was up on them and they came back. They had to be cheating. Oh, yeah, of course. But anybody you talk to that not watched me. the game, not me. Anybody you talk, not to. anybody. That's not not true. Do you take those Cy Youngs away from Roger Clemens? Then, yes, I would. No, you cheated. You still everybody cheats, dude. But you don't get caught. So if you're you saying it's caught, you're saying as long as okay, okay, you just okay. What about I, you? No, I'm not gonna bring that up. I'm not gonna Cowboys? bring that up. I'm not gonna bring that up. No, uh, this is something totally outside of sports world. I'm not gonna bring it up though. But I because I said I won't gonna do that on this podcast. I won't gonna bring any politics or anything into it. But well, we can talk. Oh, we I know we no, can talk I'm about. not gonna bring that in. I don't want that on this podcast. But you were thinking it. <laughs> how do I put this? Okay. 
let's say you make it big as a writer. You're writing all this stuff. You're writing all this stuff. They, they, you get awards for it. They find out you plagiarized it. What are they going to do? Are they going to take the war awards away from you? Okay, that's a little stretch there. Uh, what is it? Plagiarism. Cheating? I mean, you're when you play. Okay, when you plagiarize, you're taking somebody else's work. Hitting a home run—that's an individual stat. But you're getting help to do it. You're getting illegal, did, illegal did Bond, help to do it. Did Barry Bonds get caught cheating? Yes. He wasn't like Sammy Sosa and corked the bat. Now that's something. What's the, the Roger difference? Roger Clements. The Roger Clements. The Roger Clements. Red flag. Red flag. What is the difference? He's a Was cub. that not illegal help? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but so, Barry Bonds' cork bat was a cork. He still had to hit the ball. Whatever. You don't know. I mean, we never you don't saw either. If, if Barry you don't Bonds, either. If you Barry don't Bonds either. corked the bat, we you get, don't we know, know either. And doing. you don't know if Barry Bonds injected. It's just speculation. He never had a drug test to do it. Look at Lance Armstrong. He cheated all the time. Never got caught. How yes, do we he know he wasn't? He got caught. He got caught. He got caught after. Yes. Yeah. And but what does know. everybody say about that? He's not. Yeah. So. Lance Armstrong, well, Lance okay. Armstrong and Barry Bonds are both dead. I'm, I'm so I done with it. My opinion: if you get caught doing something illegal, you should have either it's struck away. You're you're not a record holder no more. I, I will always say Barry Bonds is not. And that's so fine. Aaron I, Judge, I see, hate I'm the on. Yankees. I despise the Yankees. But if Aaron Judge gets up there and hits more than Roger Maris or whoever's next in line, not not McGuire. Not Sosa, not Bonds. If he hits more than Maris, I'll consider him as much as I dislike the Yankees. How bad was that when McGuire and them went in front of Congress and he started crying? I was like, what? No crying in baseball? I was so – I was done with McGuire at that time. I was like, dude. Jeez. And I know. Boy, he is. I know he is. He has really disappeared. You don't see him anywhere anymore. Well, I'll tell you what, though. The Cardinals had a hell of a – when he was our hitting coach before he went to the Dodgers, he they were great. And he's a good coach. I'll give him that. <laughs> hey buddy go around the corner i got something for you yeah okay. allegedly 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 whatever Big hey, uh, it's yeah. like bobby i think bobby Heenan said it you ain't cheating you ain't tried that's the truth but when you get caught you're fried so let's get off the, the sports for a little while how are let's your go. uh steelers and uh steelers doing? Suck, dude, right now you you got there's a <laughs> i hate to say it but I'm gonna I'm gonna rob a line from South Park. Blame Canada. Blame Canada. Why? Why is that? I'm not familiar. Why? why? The offensive coordinator's name is Matt Canada, and he oh, he, is, he is terrible. <laughs> God, would you would you trade us Kellen Moore for him? You can have him. I would trade you Kellen Moore for him because what you're gonna get is little dink passes. Don't don't go down the field. Don't go down the field and make it so predictable that the defense is sitting there waiting for you when you're at. Look, everybody gave Roethlisberger such a hard time last year about, oh, he's washed up, he's washed up. And Roethlisberger came out the other day and said, guess what? Two different quarterbacks, same system, same results. What does that tell you? There were people when Dak got hurt one in Roethlisberger, I was like, really? No, nah, Roethlisberger would never put a star on his helmet. Troy Aikman almost became an eagle. It can happen. Money's Ugh. right. Yeah, that's who you got to watch out for in your division is the Eagles. Yep. Yeah, we'll see. 
Uh, yeah, we'll you see. Will. We'll you're, see. Playing, you're playing the Commanders. This I'm week, not. So. I'm not saying the Cowboys will beat them, but I just don't think they're. I think they're overrated. I don't. I don't. I think anybody. I think, they, I think they're going to. Hell, we looked good last year too. We almost. Good. Hell, we looked good last year too. It's the East, dude. We're the NFL East. That's what we're called. Yeah, I agree with you there, but you know the defense is good. We'll see. I mean, I'm not got a ways to go. I mean, I'm not an Eagle fan, but I don't know if the Cowboys can beat them. Hell, I didn't think they'd win another game after uh, they won last week. But hell, what do I yeah. know? That it's it's great when what I do is I just I'm not very optimistic, and you know I've seen you're, this movie you're using, before. You're using I, I, reverse psychology. I know. I see. I've seen this movie before. They get a couple wins behind them. Oh baby, we're back. It's you that. Cow, it's that cowboy's girlfriend. She yeah. goes out, cheats on you, breaks your heart. Comes back knocking on that door. Hey Jay, you don't you, you don't want to get your hopes. I ain't gonna let that. that cowboy girlfriend in, baby. I ain't doing it. <laughs> All right, and you you know me that I'm I'm not the delusional cowboy fan either. I'm very harsh on them. Yeah, you are. You're right about that. I'm not the I I don't belong to the cult. I mean I'm I you didn't you didn't drink no, the Kool Aid. No, I did not. So news in the music world you know they had another you know they had the taylor hawkins uh tribute concert memorial concert whatever you want to call it in london now last night they had one in california and man what a lineup they had i mean i'm just looking at it i know uh some of you rush fans would love that uh they had some of the members of rush wolfgang van, wolfgang van halen was there def leopard who sang photograph with miley cyrus wow uh Party in the USA, brother. Yeah, Nikki Six and Tommy Lee were there. Uh, no Vince. Oh, no Vince. Derek Day. Derek Day sang vocals. So uh, that you who's, know, woo, woo. who's who's Derek Day? I I have no clue who oh. he is. But I, I thought you were gonna like oh shit. New, I know who that is. It's some new. Uh, I'm sure it's a newer group that I don't know any about. Joan Jett, son of uh, Doris. Who? Son of Doris. Doris no, Day. Not Doris Day. James Gang was back again. Uh, God, they still alive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Pink did uh, Barracuda with Nancy Wilson, which was I like. I like Pink. I think she's cool. Yeah. She could she could handle that song. I mean, there was Stuart Copeland, you know, the former drummer police. for the Police. He was there. Uh, Lance Morissette, Chad oh. Smith, Chili Peppers, Ashton Bach, and Geezer Butler and Lars Ulrich did two Black Sabbath songs. Which ones? Supernaut and Paranoid. I love Supernaut. That's off Volume 4. It's one of my favorite. That's my favorite out. Probably one of my favorite Sabbath albums. And then let's see. Uh, some of the some of the guys from Soundgarden <laughs> did a couple of songs. Uh, wow. Brian May and Roger Taylor with different, you know, Pink did Somebody to Love with them. Uh, Justin Hawkins did We Will Rock You and Under Pressure. Damn, this sounds better than the one that was in L. In, yeah, uh, I mean, you UK. look at Looking at this, uh, okay, this is weird here. Foo Fighters, they did a, you know, they they finished it up, of course, and you know Shane Hawkins, Taylor Son did two songs with them, but there's one up here. They did Creep, the Radiohead version of Creep. That's a good with, song with Dave Chappelle. Oh, wow. Uh, and pa Pat Wills, Dave Chappelle. You know why, Stevie? You know why, Stevie? Why? Because them. that's why. Ah, uh, yeah, I got you. Um, so, so, yeah, that sound, this one sounded better than the London one. There was a lot 
lot of good people. I, I'm, I'm going to have to look that. I haven't had a chance to look it up on YouTube to see the, the clips yet. So the London uh, one had Paul McCartney. That was a big yeah. yeah that was a big deal there. Yeah. Anytime you get one of the remaining Beatles, well, I saw. I, I didn't. I saw the. I saw Paul McCartney back in 2014 or 15. He did like a little arena here in Austin. He was playing place he's ever been. Dude's timeless. I mean, he's got a young band, of course, man. But you talk about a rock star, God. Yeah, um, I'm looking here. Last, you know, on our other podcast, Final Score, my co-host over there, Matthew, went to see. It was Allison Chains, Bush, and I'm not sure who else was was on the. They, he went to see it last night, but Allison Chains was joined by Gavin Rossdale from Bush to sing "Man in the Box." Oh, nice! That, that sounds pretty cool. That singer of Allison Chains, man, he, he, you can't, it's, you can hardly tell, man. No, that's, that's just like, you know, how it was with Journey. Uh, <laughs> wouldn't know that. Yeah, of course you would. But, uh, and I yeah. have no regrets. No regrets. <laughs> was that anyway? No regrets. Anything else in the news you want to talk about? Uh, Before we move on to the main event. So is, okay. I haven't heard anything. Is I mean, Gene said that they're going to do another hundred dates. Has there been anything? Because it looks like the cruise, like, and then after that's over. Right now, it's just the cruise. I haven't seen any dates, so maybe maybe Paul pulled a plug on the hundred dates. You know how Gene always kind of talks out of his ass, so it's like, yeah, we're going to do hundred yeah. dates, and maybe he thought that, uh, you know, fifty dates you know, ago. You know, he doesn't make that call. That's Paul. Paul's baby. So Jimmy I Buffett is hospitalized. He's wow. doctors told singer songwriter he needs to take the rest of the year off. Cut down on the salt too, man. Huh? Cheese cut down on them cheeseburgers in paradise. Yeah, because he, you know, he's looking for that lost sacred salt. Exact information about what is ailing buff is not yet known. His team simply states that due to health issues and brief hospitalization, Jimmy will need to refrain from touring for the rest of the year. On doctor's orders, he must take this time to re recuperate and heal. He looks forward to getting back on the stage next year. I, uh, Jimmy Buffett, it's funny. Um, you ever listen to Howard Stern? Not much, no. He has a guy that does like Man on the Street. He's interviewed like the, you know, Insane Clown Posse's, the jug Juggalos or whatever. Right. Well, he interviewed a bunch of parrot heads. I guess <laughs> they were some of the most racist, vulgar <laughs> people. It's like, God, you think these people be all laid back and stuff, man? They are just, man, God awful. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. I never would expect that from like parrot heads. I would think they would just be all laid back and buzzing. <laughs> so let's get right down to the main event. So what we're going to do here is take this year, 1980, and we'll go right down the line. Next time we do one, it'll be 81 and so on and so on. We can't do like 84 next, man, and just skip around? No, don't oh, okay. skip around. It's That's crappy. Shuffle, bro. Uh, no, I don't. I'm not. I don't shuffle. I'm the jazzing music. with you, brother. Shuffle the music. Um, well, if we do that, we could put an asterisk next to it. Like, stay tuned for next week. We'll yeah, exactly. Asterisk. They they cheated. <laughs> so uh, we're taking 1980, and what we're doing, we're taking our, instead of top ten because we've got three different categories: top five singles from 1980, top five albums from 1980, and top five movies from 1980. So. That's a big step for us, Stevie. We're going up five. 15. Top we're going, 15. We're going from 10 to 15, man. And I only yeah. have like 80 honorable mentions now. 
<laughs> so you, you probably remember 1980 more than I do. Like I said, I, I, was, I, I, you know, 1980, we were talking before we started recording 1980 is kind of the year when I was looking through some of this stuff. It's kind of the year I really started, you know, I was a kiss fan before then, but now I'm getting into the music and, and thank, thankfully, you know, we, of course, you didn't have Apple Music. You didn't have any of this stuff like Spotify. You didn't have the Internet. So your biggest thing was a radio, little jam box, whatever you had. With a little tape deck to record your songs. Yeah. And and the biggest thing for me where I heard a lot of music was on the weekends, on Sunday, Casey Kasem's American Top 40. I mean, yeah, you, you sat there with the record and the pause button on waiting for the good song to come on and hit pause. You had to go back and listen to it later on. But uh, yeah. I'll, it's it's kind of different for me. Cause I, like I said, I kind of grew up different from you. I mean, I knew kiss from their makeup. That's it. But yeah, what, what I kind of, at this time I was kind of more into kind of country music. Right. And I remember my grandparents would, I live, I live in Missouri at the time. And I remember they would watch, I mean, it was, of course, not when it came out, but on PBS, because we only had like four stations. Oh, that's how what we had, too. We had uh, the Grand Ole Opry. They would show the the thing in the barn. Was that was that the? Yeah. Yeah, that that's what that's what we'd watch. And, you know, I grew up on Merle, George Jones, Johnny Cash. I mean, that that's I mean, that's that's the stuff I grew up. That, that's what I remember about 1980. Now, my list reflect kind of more now me now. Yeah, because then, then I'll, I'll get to this when I talk about one of the movies. But I mean, it's like I, I didn't have the perception of what was going on at the time. Yeah, I was, uh, I was only eight, so and yeah, I haven't I got was, much better, you know, 42 years later. Uh, yeah, <laughs> really uh, yeah, I was seven at the time, so uh, I was right behind you. But I think I mean, I don't know. We, we were. I don't know. It, it just seemed like music really struck out, stuck out to me. I think it was my mom was kind of responsible for it because, you know, we, she listened to Elvis every weekend when she was off and we were like, uh, okay. And that, then it, I just went from there and, uh, radio and back, back when the radio actually had live DJs and you could call in, and, and talk to him and request a song or something like that or do a dedication or whatever. But uh, we're going to get right into it. First thing we're going to do, we're going to go, I'm going to go just get some of the big stories that happened in music in 1980. So uh, looking through January through March, uh, <laughs> Paul McCartney, you remember this? Arrested in Tokyo for possession of a half a pound of marijuana. Yep. And then the remaining of it, McCartney's and Wings Tour was then canceled. So that was on January 16th. Nine days later, he was released and ejected from the country. <laughs> so the Beatles. Yeah, Japan, Japan cool. don't mess around, brother. They don't yeah, mess around. Yeah, you get the heck out of Dodge. Yeah. Uh, also, February 19th, Bon Scott, lead singer of ACDC, dies in London. Although common folklore cites pulmonary aspiration of vomit as the cause of the death, the official cause are listed as acute alcohol poisoning and death by misadventure. Car crash. It wasn't a car crash, was it? I thought he was driving and he started choking. No, That's what I. No, I it wasn't. I, well, maybe, maybe so. I have never heard that. So speaking of more arrests, Ron Wood of the Rolling Stones and his wife arrested with cocaine possession on the Caribbean island of Saint Martin. They're set free 
after spending five days in custody due to the inability of authorities to prove the cocaine in the apartment belonged to either of them. Like they were going to admit it. Oh, yeah. It was that's mine. mine. Yeah, that's my mine. Cocaine. So, uh, Grammy Awards, the 22nd Annual Grammy Awards, hosted by Kenny Rogers. Billy Joel's 52nd Street Wins Album of the Year. The Doobie Brothers wore the full beliefs with both Record of the Year and Song of the Year. And Ricky Lee Jones wins Best New Artist. Could you name a Ricky Lee Jones song? No. I know I couldn't. He must have done something right, though, I guess. That's a, it's a girl. It's a woman, but Oh, see, I didn't even know that. <laughs> so, moving on. Let's see. Uh, Brian Johnson in April the 1st. Now, <laughs> Bon Scott dies in February. So, March, April. The, April the first, Brian Johnson has made the new lead singer of ACDC. You know, I I read a I read a book. I don't know who it was by, but I heard on a podcast a guy that wrote a book on Bon Scott. They were close to getting rid of him. That's what I they heard. They must have been. I mean, to because do it that kind, quick. That yeah, because I think they were looking to get because he wasn't meshing with the band evidently. Yeah, or he was looking to leave one of the two. But yeah, they had Brian Johnson on their their radar before probably you, that happened. Do you, do you think? I mean. It's ACDC. Do you think they were the party party group as or they partied as much as he did? No. Yeah, I think he I was think so I, I, I think, think it was yeah. I think I think that's why they've kind of lasted, is because they I mean Angus, I mean, you see him, he's always smoking a cigarette, yeah, probably drinking beer, but he's not a, probably a hardcore drug user. Yeah. So this will 20, be did he die at 27? Did Bon Scott die at 27? I think so. Wow. I think so. It didn't that's say that's a great that's we got to do a show on that, man. That that's just yeah. crazy, cool, crazy coincidence. Lead vocalist Michael Stipe. This this will fit into what uh, the shout out lag cast their their album review this month, which I was like, oh, it's a good album, brother. It's look the reason I don't like it. It was just played. My best friend loved it and played it over and over again until I was sick of it. You weren't like um, Sonny Pooney using it to get laid? <laughs> no, I, I, that was the last thing I would use. Have you, listened, have you listened to the episode yet? No, I haven't finished it yet. Yeah, it, it. I mean, I like I like REM, so I mean, I don't mind. You know, I don't mind. Like, you know, everybody hurts is good. The next that monster was good. I did like that. I don't mind no. REM, but that I'm telling you, that was just you. You don't know. It was. A, it was. A, it was a. It was a pretty downlifting song. It was. I, I think I think what really on that album that really I know we're getting off, but and I'll probably comment this on this. Shall I, that everybody hurts um, when that happened. I had a good friend of mine. I talked about him when we did our Tesla interview. Uh, that when I went and bought a psychotic supper, he was killed in a car accident around that time. And I remember that song. They were they shot that video if I'm not mistaken here on the, the one on the freeway. Right, that's here in San Antonio when they were doing the construction. And I just remember that happened around Tommy's death. So that song is always stuck in your head. At yeah. And I liked REM. I like, I mean, I, I, I like, you know, you know, their stuff losing my religion. I love that song. To the, I never get tired of it, but man, that, that song. And, and when, you know, I saw that come up. I was like, that's a good selection because I grunge was taken over. I wasn't into grunge. I really right. dug REM at that time, especially like monster. The next album. I mean, yeah. Monster. I, I, to me, and I guess it's just cause of fatigue with automatic for the people. Yeah, Monster, it could be. I like I like some of the songs on Monster better than I did t- uh, the automatic for the people. Anyway, I think a April, lot of the. Sorry. Go ahead. 
I was just well, saying when grunge took over, I think I went into a lot of the bands like them and you too, because uh, they weren't, I, I wasn't a big fan, except for Allison chains and Soundgarden at the time and STP, yeah. but I wasn't a big fan at the time, but so on April, April 5th of 1980, Michael Stipe, Peter Buck and Bill Berry and bassist Mike Mills play their first show. They became REM. So, um, Black Sabbath on April 25th released Heaven and Hell, the first album to feature Ronnie James Dio on vocals. Love it. And uh, May 4th, America's Top 10, the television version of Radio's American Top 40. Oh, I remember that. Casey Kasem debuts in syndication that week. Yeah, that was that was pretty cool. Uh, June 20th. Yeah, because you would see that every once in a while. It's in syndication, so it would yeah, pop up yeah. sometime. Yeah, come on. It, yeah, look, it wouldn't come Saturday on forever. Night, hey, there it is. Saturday night or Saturday afternoon, it would come on. And then uh, another show we're going to talk about in just a minute started that year that I used to watch. Uh, they still uh, got the uh, Casey Kasem top 10 on Sirius XM. He does the 70s and 80s. That yeah, just it, that just shows you the, the – I mean, I know the guy is buried in a country he never visited to when he was alive. You know that story, right? Yeah. But, man, you talk about a legacy, man. That I mean, I mean, they still play those. I mean, on the – I look, mean – God. There's a local there's a local radio station here that on Sunday nights at like seven o'clock they'll replay uh, one of the weekly episodes, the top forty episodes yeah. from on the radio from it. So uh, I love June, that. June twenty fifth, the Sony Walkman goes on sale in the United States. Game yeah. changer. Yes, and Kiss plays his first show with new drummer Eric Palladium Carr at the Palladium. So uh, let's see what else. Uh, bye bye. July 25th, over five months after the death of the lead singer Bob Scott, ACDC released Back in Black, their first album with Brian Johnson. Uh, the album successfully lead it to become the second highest selling album of all time and the highest selling studio album by any band to date. The Eagles end their tour with a contentious show in Long Beach, California. They would not play again together until 1994. You, uh, speaking of ACDC, how fast they... Um release that or release that album and stuff but you look at Def Leppard I mean how long did it take them between I mean but when was it when um hysteria yeah, yeah hysteria to it there took a long time buddy yeah. but even a death couldn't stop ACDC I mean Not yeah they had all. Rick Allen's had his lost his arm and all that stuff but man well, ACDC had, just soldiered through yeah they had to you know Def Leppard had to change they changed producers uh they they recorded a lot and then the producer wasn't up to what they what up to snuff what they uh, they say, and then uh, you know of course got Mutt Lange, and the rest is history. So August thirty first, the other show I was talking about that I watched every Saturday night, Solid Gold, a new music television series premieres in syndication. Watched it every week. Um, September twenty fifth, John Bonham, drummer of Led Zeppelin, is found dead by bandmate John Paul Jones. How? Uh, How much Jack Daniels did he drink? Jeez. Uh, let's see. November 21st, the Eagles' Don Henley is arrested when cocaine, quaaludes, and marijuana find his hotel room after a 16-year-old prostitute has drug <laughs> seizures. Woo! Henley is also subsequently charged with contributing to the delinquency of a minor. After pleading no contest, he was fined $2,500 and put on two years probation. Yeah, December. but he won't forgive Don Felder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So December 4th, Led Zeppelin disbands following the death of drummer Don, John Bonham. Uh, and that, the December 8th, 
you know, of course, a big moment in music history. John Lennon shot to death outside his apartment building in New York City at 10.50 p.m. Yeah, that, I remember that. I was living in Missouri, and I and I remember John Lennon. I remember the Beatles because my mom listened to them. And, um, and, I, and I just remember that um, I was flying down here to Corpus from Missouri, and I remember I watched the Today Show. And yep. they were talking about that. And I was like, I just remember being, I didn't really know much about him. I mean, honestly, I knew more about Paul McCartney because he sang with Michael Jackson. But I mean, I just remember just like, it was, I guess that's the closest to what Elvis kind of like, because I, I don't really remember Elvis yeah. dying. And I, and I think for a lot of people that age is how I felt when Prince died. Because Prince was a big loss for me. I mean, I, I, doubt, I, I liked Michael Jackson, but I outgrew. Yeah. And I and I like Prince and kind of I guess I like Olivia Newton John, you know. I mean, yeah. it's just you, your icons are dying, and, and John yeah. Lennon was a big icon. Big. You know, and and both Michael and and Prince went, you know, way before their time. But I guess you could call you know Prince was the scary thing about John Lennon was how he went. Somebody shooting him right on the streets in New York. Some he just crazy, signed an he just signed an autograph just, for him too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the fact that somebody was crazy enough to do that. But that's uh, but that's the thing about it is that you know, and that's another thing that they use in the Satanic Panic because he claimed the music made him do it. That's bullshit. Ain't no demons and no music. No, give me a break. But I, I just but, think about. I mean, it, I mean, we never. How many people not did not get to see the Beatles? You know, did not. You think about, okay, Harrison, when did Harrison die? It's been right in the 2000s. He had, but, yeah, he died of lung cancer or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that. You think about how many, if, you know, if Lennon had, had lived a normal life, you think about how big it would have been if, if the Beatles had done a reunion. You know, just a one night show. Good Lord. And that you know that guy took that away. I'm not a I'm not a big Beatles fan. I like some of their stuff, but still, that would have been monumental. I mean, they could have done the whole build up, yeah. And let me tell you, I listened to you know on my album challenge, you know, Double Fantasy, hmm. the John Lennon album. Oh my good lord! Yeah, the Lennon songs are good, but oh. you don't like Yoko Ono. Oh my God, dude. It was like listening to across the chalkboard. I I cringe every time. because, And I think, listen, if you look at it, and I think every other song, Yoko had something to do with it, but they were the shortest songs on the album. And I was like, Linda knew what he was doing. Or either the producers knew what they were doing. Okay, we're going to mix this down and uh, make this slut as, 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 uh, short as we can you know it's funny it's funny it's funny about <clears throat> john lennon is that i remember i i identified a lot with julian because john lennon left and he had another family kind of like what yeah. i went through yeah and i remember watching that behind the music and god dang am i that bitter i mean he was bitter but his but he watched that i guess the get back stuff and i guess it gave julian a kind of a new sense yeah because it looked like john was trying to make headway with them he was trying to i mean he was trying it's like this it's just life you try to get your life together and something comes either kills you or 
knocks you on your ass. I mean, that's, that's just life. But that was, yeah, that, and honestly, I don't remember John Bonham or Bon Scott because I really didn't discover them until years later. Yeah. That's uh, the same here. Same here. The the John Lennon thing was definitely, I mean, no, no offense to the other two, but man, John Lennon was just an icon. I knew the Beatles from my dad listened to the Beatles. I knew of the Beatles. My dad didn't, didn't listen to ACDC that I know of. I never saw Diddy. Diddy listen to Dirty D's Dun Dirt Cheap or, or listen to Led Zeppelin. Uh, you didn't have the Jack, Stevie? No. No. So here's here's where it gets good. We do our top five. Do you want to do – we're going to just go like singles first, then albums, then movies. How about that? Uh, singles. How about we do – how about we do singles, movies, and then albums? You had to be different, didn't you? Yeah, because if you do be the different. singles and albums, it's just music together. Have a little okay. Mix up. Well, let's just do it then. But are we going to talk about anything else in pop culture? Can I talk about a few things? Yes, you can. Okay. Before we go on, okay. John Lennon was killed. Um, another thing that happened as a rookie, and it was highlighted in that great HBO doc. Uh, doc uh, what's the one documentary movie or whatever 30 for 30 the no. Lakers win the national that win the NBA oh, championship yeah. with a rookie magic Johnson against the 76ers. This one hit close to home where I live in Missouri at the time, Mount St. Helens that blew up and you had I think 50 or 60 people died. And it was like for nine hours, that damn thing went off. I think it was the biggest natural, one of the biggest natural disasters at the time in the United States. CNN launches. Ted Turner launched that. That's one oh, yeah. that's a good thing he did. And this one I probably remember because I was a little George Brett fan. The Phillies beat the uh, Royals in the World Series. Ronald Reagan became president. Elected. Elected president. The far side debuted. I didn't know that. Know that. Far side rules. The Steelers beat who? Hey. The Rams for the title. <laughs> I know who they beat. I want to see. I didn't. I thought you were going to say Cowboys. I was like, you're you're off. No, I know I was. I didn't say that. Kramer versus Kramer wins Best Picture, and knowing the both of us, I doubt it's on any of our lists. (laughs) Far from it. Pac-Man debuted. The biggest video game of all time, evidently, money wise. This one hits closer to home. Hurricane Allen pretty much went up, hit Corpus all the way up. Texas, but I was living in Missouri, so I probably didn't know anybody. <laughs> um, and all, and probably my favorite thing of the uh, one of my favorite things of the eighties, we found out who shot Jr. That was that the was hot Ellen, Kristen. That was a hot sister-in-law, Kristen, yeah, who was found Sue dead. In, who was found dead in the pool later on? Who killed her? You remember? Who did kill her? I don't remember that. I don't know. I was, I was seeing if you remember because I was thinking about. I think it, it was some. I think it was some jealous ex-boyfriend. Okay. Now, before that, I had some notable births in 1980 that I went okay. through. Uh, Randy Orton, the Viper, Jordana Brewster. Yeah, she was in Fast and Furious. <laughs> as the world turns. Yep. Richard Jefferson. Who played for the Spurs for a while that got a lot of grief. Spurs fans hate him. I don't know why. Olivia Munn. Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> Cowboy. I, I went when I went to a Cowboys game in the kind of the I think it was the Quincy Carter years. It was 
Oh, sorry. The, mo- the most popular cowboy was Roy Williams. Remember Roy Williams? Yes. He there was were two he, Roy he, Williams at the yeah, time. It, he was a wide receiver, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It was a safety and a wide receiver. Yeah. Uh, 31. That's a wide receiver, right? I wasn't a big fan of his. Chris Pine, Captain Kirk. Yep. The Miz. Here's a name for you. I don't know if you remember this one, but I do. Christy Hemi. Oh, the yeah. Redhead. She, yeah. She was one. She worked with WWE first and went to TNA. Yeah. I saw did. her. I saw her in person at in Playboy. No, I didn't see her at Playboy. I no, she was in, in Playboy. At a TNA pay per view. She looked good in person? Yeah. She's pretty. Yeah. She's nice looking. And last, Jake Gyllenhaal mm-hmm. from, uh, was it? I was talking to my boss today about Jake Gyllenhaal. I was giving him my list of what we do, and he was he didn't remember Jake Gyllenhaal. I go, Brokeback Mountain. I don't know why that's the only movie I could think oh, of. Oh, no, you didn't, dude. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, you my should. God. No, 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 okay. no. That's kind of my stuff. So, I mean, that's not everything, of course. No, of course. So, but 1980, like I said, seven years old, and you know, of course, movie-wise, you're gonna see my big influence uh, on, on that list. And one of them is probably one, like you said, that would be me now instead of me back then, of course. Uh, but yeah, and and one of my one of my albums would be me now. But most of my most of my songs are me from back then. So back then, not now. Yeah. So what do you want to lead off with? Um, I just got Singles? a text from a, I just got a text from a friend of mine. You know what? It, you know what it is? What? I have to share it because I'll forget it later. Dudes will give up on a good woman, but not the Dallas Cowboys. And that is the damn truth. <laughs> That's the truth. For That's sure. a good one. Okay, I can we start off with singles, then do movies, and then albums? Yes, that's fine. Okay, okay, okay. My first single, I think it was in the movie American. Okay, are we doing five? We're doing five up, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, Okay, (laughs) I I heard the song. I I was about to, I was about to uh, give my number one. Okay, I heard this song the other day. I even put it on my that 80s page. Uh, what a a great song, man. And I had forgotten about it till I heard it on that 80s, 80s on eight. Back on my feet again by the babies. God, that's a good song. Anything the babies do are great. You know, you know what? That's, that's a band, you know, that a lot of people don't remember. It's too bad. You know, you had Jonathan Kane, you had uh John Waite, who went on together in bad English later on. But you know, they don't get along. They they do they despise each other. Uh, well, it doesn't sound like it doesn't sound like who who was it don't get along? John Wake and Jonathan Kane. Jonathan Kane doesn't get along with uh, Steve Perry either. So, well, I mean, Neil Sean doesn't get along with Steve Perry either now. Sounds like either nobody gets along with Steve Perry. <laughs> Steve Perry's off in an island by itself. Yeah, um, but you know what? He'll be all right without them. Yep. There'll be someone else. He keeps telling himself. Okay. So, um, but yeah, back the babies. I just remember you see if you remember this. I don't remember back. I used to get like football cards. That was something big. Every time we'd go to the grocery store, the drugstore, wherever they had them, my mom was like, okay, I'll buy you a pack. Well, there were cards with music groups in it. And it was like four or five different groups that they had different 
you know, pictures of. And Kiss was one of them, of course, so I had to get it. But the babies were mixed in there. And I was so like, these were, So these were Kiss trading cards? They were they were not just kiss. They were not like the Donner's Kiss cards. Then. Okay. It was another. It was a different different company, but they had different groups in there. Uh, the babies really? was one of them. Yeah, the babies was one of them because I remember when I was I used to go through my cards and I was like, who the heck are the babies? But anyway, Paul but yeah. Stanley probably liked that because that's one of his biggest. That's one of his favorites. Yeah. So the babies make you on your top five. Yes, they do. All right, my and number like five. I, Probably didn't know the song back then. Yeah. I mean, I was probably listening to Puff the Magic Dragon around that time. I don't remember, you know. This, my number five, I was actually listening to this song back then. Because like I said, I was big on the radio, listening to stuff on the radio. This guy was on fire at that time. Uh, Ride Like the Wind, Christopher Cross. Uh, Christopher Cross, you know where he's from, right? Where? San Antonio, Texas. See, there is one thing I like about Texas right now. Yeah. I'm a huge Christopher Cross fan. I love all this. That that whole album. I think, you know, my dad had been working at the school that I went to, and I was like six or seven, seven at the time. So I would go over to like the ball games and the practices over there while he was over there, and I listened. To, and these people, they would listen to music while they were practicing sometimes, and Christopher Cross was the one they'd listen to. And they had a tape that tape played continuously in there. And later on, I think my brother must have got the cassette and I started listening to that. But Ride Like the Wind, you know, of course, Dickie Roberts. If you ever see the movie Dickie Roberts, he does a big dance sequence to that. But Christopher Cross, Ride Like the Wind is my number five. That's like and a huge, I think it was a huge song. That like, I mean, it sold or something like that. Some ungodly number. Oh, yeah. So. Number four for you. Ooh, I'm driving my life away. Looking hey, for a better way. Eddie oh, freaking man. rabbit. Yes, Eddie sir. Freaking rabbit. And that song I remember as a kid because I grew up around a lot of country music and that was a big hit at the time. Eddie Rabbit kind of did, but you, you remember Eddie Rabbit kind of crossed over because Eddie Rabbit was on Solid Gold a lot. He was doing that. Oh, I, I didn't know that. I love a rainy night, uh, driving my life away. Then he did that. I don't know if you ever heard that duet he did with Crystal Gale at you and I. Yes. Oh, great. Just you and he and does, I. Yeah, he does a great, he, you know, Eddie, Eddie Rabbit was great. That should that be was, our theme song, Stevie, just you and I. You Look, you've talked about Brokeback Mountain and just you and I. You getting your hopes up, Stevie? Yeah. <laughs> Stay away from Texas. You wonder why I don't like Texas. <laughs> hey. How did the Longhorns do last week? You about didn't mention as, that. About as good as the Steelers did. Well, Texas probably, Tech. They scored more than the Steelers did. Texas, Texas Tech, man. They were up two touchdowns. I mean, I was having such a good week, Stevie, and that just – They ruined So – What was your college team? Did they lose? Yes, they did. Okay. Well, we but, you know, we're not – we're not expecting. Oh, whatever. Yeah. We're not ranked in the top 25. And you know, we're not either anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> All right. So, this one, this is a catchy song. And this is like a one hit wonder, my number four. But it was so catchy back then. If you like Pina Coladas, really? <laughs> Escape the Pina Coladas song by Rupert Holmes. This was, and I think uh, it got so big 
what was it uh tropicana that suntan really lotion know. ended up using that as their jingle if i i it's stupid stuff that i remember like useless information again but yeah the song, the song always reminds me of detroit rock city when they're in the elevator <laughs> <laughs> and that guy and that guy didn't get the tickets <laughs> yeah but you know and now you know of course back then i just like the way the songs have now you listen to it and you know that's kind of a weird situation don't you think it you know if you answer a personal ad that both you and your wife are kind of looking at each other like oh okay wait a minute what's going on here why are you putting a personal ad why are you a- answering or maybe they're just girlfriend and boyfriend but still the song's about about yeah no, 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 no. He's he's talking about getting bored with his lady, and he sees this personal ad in, in oh. the paper. It said, "If you like pina coladas, getting caught in the rain, all this stuff." So he answers it, and ends up when he answers it, goes meets it's his girlfriend. Ooh, Whoa. you know, I I don't think I've ever listened to that song enough to know that, Stevie. Yeah, you know, I I got to listen to it one day. I was like, this is pretty. Uh, it would be awkward, yeah. but uh, I don't know who'd be more pissed. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm getting ready to say. Who who's gonna who's gonna be the one? But uh, yeah, Rupert Holmes. There's a there's a name you don't hear very much. Escape every time I hear every time I hear, song. every time I hear Rupert, I think of the the teddy bear on Family Guy. Yeah, Stewie Rupert. Rupert. Was... <laughs> All right, number three, Stevie. Oh, we have God. to believe we are magic. Nothing can stand in our way. <laughs> I love this song. I love this song back then. I was a Living Newton John fan, of course, since Greece. So mm-hmm. I remember this one and it's lover. You know, rest in peace. I had a kid. He, he's, he plays football for me and he lives right down the street from me. So he comes over here and hangs out with my daughter. And uh, we were watching when he came in one day, we were watching Greece. He's like, oh, I don't like Greece. And I was like, Get out of my house. What is wrong with you? He said, the ending, the ending is stupid. When the, when the, the well, car, the ending is, the ending is kind of stupid. The car flies in the air. That's yeah, not believable. Right. I said, I said, okay. I said, you like, uh, you like, like the Avengers and stuff like that, right? Yeah. I said, so you believe a guy's going to dress in like an iron suit and fly around and stuff like that? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, use your freaking imagination. You're stretching there, Stevie. Not, I mean, really, though. No, because Greece is more, well. Then, okay, you're right. Freaking... Okay, you're right because they do break out in song throughout the movie, so it's not reality. You're right. You're yeah. Right. I mean, come on. Really? If that would have been like you know Kramer versus Kramer, and they fly off in a car, yeah, okay. <laughs> that would have been that would be kind of yeah. weird. Okay, that would have a problem court, with that. Horse yeah. court and all this. Oh, we're gonna fly off in a car. Do you ever see that? Do you ever see that movie? I have never watched that. movie. My God, you talk about you know growing up divorced. My God, it was just, it was brutal, bro. I mean, it, it was That's brutal. not something I want to sit through. Yeah, it, I don't know why I watched it. I think I was just feeling sorry for myself. It was on AMC. Hey, I'll check this out. I'm going to listen to a bunch of, you know, automatic for the people next, I guess. <laughs> okay. So Which my, I like. I like. So. Olivia Newton-John, like you say, you know, I was a big fan, of course, with Grease. And you follow after that, maybe not so much with Xanadu, but uh, wasn't yeah. Magic off Xanadu? Yeah, I think so. Because Xanadu came out in '80, I think. So. Yeah, but you know, you were everybody was it was built up so much, and and I mean, you didn't see a lot like you do now, of course, with the internet. But 
Olivia Newton-John's got a new movie coming out. She's gonna sing in it, and it's it's got to be good. And ELO's gonna be in it too. So I mean, she was on Solid Gold quite a bit too, right? I remember yes, that. yes, she was. She she got a big push from Solid Gold, which she didn't really need it, but uh, I know she's already a superstar. Yes, exactly. So my number three, like I said, this guy was on fire back then, and I'm a sucker for a ballad, and he sang one of the best ones. Uh, you know, I would put it, Torpedo Girl. Yes, Ace Freely, Torpedo Girl. No, Sailing, Christopher Cross. Yacht you, are Rock. A, you are a freaking God. Christopher Cross fan. Sailing was great, man. I still love listening to that song. And he was on Solid Gold a lot, too. But, uh, you know, still he, from San Antonio. Yep, still from San Antonio. But he, he's had some health issues here lately. Uh, but I think he's recovered from it. He actually, when I did my bracket, one of my brackets – uh, on Twitter, like the bracket battle with the top four or top 64, his song got through to a, the second round and he was, he liked, he liked it on Twitter. So I was, I was pretty, pretty happy about that. But uh, sailing, gotta say, that's one of the best, best ballads out there. I mean, yeah. That's, good song. Yeah. All right. Number two for you. Number two for me came from one, probably my favorite show at the time. Uh, this guy is known for always hanging out with Willie. Waylon Jennings, just a good old boys. Just a good old boy. I mean, no harm. That was probably my favorite show. Cause the what Balladeer. He was also what the did, Balladeer. What did Duke's Hazard start at 79, right? So it was, it was in high gear at the time. Yeah. So, yeah, he was, a lot of people didn't realize he was the narrator on the Duke's Hazard. Oh, I did. Oh, I did I, too. I always I, knew that. He, uh. I, I was about to text you on this, and I was like, "Well, should we do our favorite top ten TV or top five TV shows too?" Good I was Lord. like, "No, if I do that, we'll be here for free in five hours." Yeah, but Dukes of uh, Hazard was probably my favorite show at the time. Dukes of Hazard was probably right up there because I had all the stuff. You know, they came out, of course, with the action figures and the General Lee, which would probably be worth a fortune right now. It's that they took all of that off. Uh, but I think that uh, I thought John Snyder had a pretty good. I know it's later in the '80s, but he had a pretty good uh, country career. He had a. Uh, right. He had some good songs, man. Short walk between heaven and hell. He had country girls. He was. He had a good. I mean, I thought he had. You know, you didn't like the '80s though, but I did. Yeah, yeah, you liked the '80s. I did. I was. I'm not familiar with. I can't. But say. you like Journey, so you know. I will just leave it at that too. So. <laughs> you like Torpedo Girl. So. Yeah, it's Torpedo Girls better than anything Journey ever did. Just kidding. <laughs> better than most of the stuff Journey did. Whatever. Just kidding. Just kidding. What? Oh my God, dude. You were really biased against Journey. Uh, number two for me. Uh, and I remember my brother getting this on a 45 record and playing it. It was, it's, it's a good song, and but it's good. It's more nostalgic for me because I remember hearing it. I was like, yeah, it's pretty good. And then you hear it on the, on the radio and all this stuff. I said, well, I can listen to this anytime I want to, but it's still rock and roll to me. Billy Joel. Oh, good song. Yeah. And, is and that the same to, album? That's the same album we won a Grammy for, right? Was yeah, it? Uh, I think so. But you know, listen to all the the little trends he names up there. Back in the day, you were like, "What the heck is he talking about?" Now, when I listen, I'm like, "Oh yeah, he was talking about that." But yeah, uh, great song, um, great artist. Uh, yeah, love Billy Joel. Billy Joel. If you listen to that, what is it? Greatest Hits Volume One and Two. You get that. 
CD or that. That is packed. I mean, you know, that's like one of the biggest sellers too. I I saw how much it sold. It's up there with the Eagles. Yes. It's right up there, but that's, that's one of those that you could just put on and listen to the whole way through. And And he's a songwriter. That's what's great about him. Yeah, he is. He's a great, uh, I have a, I have a, I have a feeling Mr. Joel will be making a appearance later on in the, as we get, we go through the eighties. I know on my list, he will. Yeah, I got you. So number one for you. Okay, this is one of my crushes at the time, and I and I remember I this wasn't the first video I ever saw her, and I don't know if Rapture became before this or after. I can't remember. I know what this is. But uh, it's off American Gigolo. Roll me in designer sheets. My God, Debbie Harry in 1980. My God, she was hot. I, she still looks pretty good. I mean, I, I kind of like that. I, I remember growing up and. I remember that I was on the school bus when I was living in Missouri and there was this mom out there and I thought she was pretty, but she had like the, her roots were showing like she was blonde, but her roots were showing like it was two-tone. And this one girl goes, look at her. She's such trash. She lets her hair grow out. And I didn't think, and, and Debbie hair was kind of like that. Yeah. You know, kind of with, you know, kind of the punk kind of look. And, but I mean, back then, my God, Oh my God, you're letting your hair roots show. You're a slut. And I, I didn't have a problem with that. And I just remember her being really hot back then. And like I said, I don't remember when Rapture came out, but that's like kind of the first, I don't know if that was before or after. I can't remember on that one. But I just remember her looking so glassy-eyed and so stoned in that video. But she was like the first first rap, like first rap song. Yeah, that number that, one. yeah I remember that. But yeah, call me Blondie. Great band. I love Blondie. Hey, Blondie. You said call me Blondie. Hey, Blondie. I call me Blondie, man. I used to be as a kid. <laughs> Around this time I was, 1980, yeah, when I had Let's hair. Let's see here. I'm going to see when, when Rapture was released. Because I remember, won't Fab Five Freddy, the one she talks about in the in the, uh, in the the rap? It was released January 12th. It was the final single released off Auto American on January 12th, 1981. So it's after this, okay. Yeah. The Tide is High was for that. One way or another. Damn, I mean, that's a great band. Journey's a great band. You know, I remember when, you know, going, yeah, Call Me was like three three singles before Rapture. Uh, I remember when, and everybody remember from back in the day, my mom and dad went that Columbia record, record and tape club. And I, I'm pretty sure it must have been the selection of the month that they didn't send the thing in and, and got it anyway, but uh blondie eat to the beat uh there was a there was a song on there called dreaming that I, mm. I liked a lot and uh but eat to the beat yeah we had that album and i was like i was like, I don't remember my mom listened to blondie and i know daddy daddy didn't listen to blondie but you know that was one we we always listened to. the knack you remember the knack yeah that was another one they got by not sending sending that was a trick right there they just figured well, you, they're not going to want to go through the trouble to send this back in to say, I don't want the selection of the month. So that's how I got into, uh, that's how I got into you too. Cause, uh, we had Columbia house and we didn't, my mom didn't send in the thing for, and we got Joshua tree and I loved it. Yeah. And I was like, man, so, and I mean, of course it's a great album. And I, I've liked you two since, and it was, it was a mistake, but I mean, we, that's after I got asylum and all that stuff. And Josh tree was a selection. My mom wasn't that into it. Gave it to me, and I loved it. And then it blew up. So, number one for me, 
And this is a repeat. The only repeat of the night. Miss Olivia Newton-John, magic. Nice. Uh, yes. I mean, what can you say? That was, to me, I went through all of these. The year end of, of 1980, went through all of these, and magic was the one that stood out for me. Um, just that voice. I mean, she could do no wrong at the time. And she always seems like she's singing to you individually. Yeah. And then, you That's know, after magic – that from 80 to 80 what six or seven she was like on fire physical you know yeah when physical. she did physical man and then they oh. got then that was a big controversy yes yes and i think what a big controversy with those two guys holding hands walking off i'm like <laughs> you get you get upset about that well she's not squeaky queen well that's what she was trying to do yeah so we'll, i'm sure but, but didn't two of a kind come out before? Did two of a kind come out after physical? I think that was after. after yeah, yeah, that was after. Physical. Yeah, because I, I love Illumination John's hair. She almost had that Rod Stewart. Yeah, so we're, I'm sure that'll come up. Uh, as oh, we I know it will. Progress through the '80s, and right I think on. we'll start remembering our own memories. We'll have to have to look it up because I'll be honest with you, I had to Google all this stuff because I, I mean, I it brought. Yeah, some of this stuff that I hadn't thought about. Or these songs I have thought about a long time, but it brought back memories when I saw it. I was like, Oh, yeah, I remember that song. But so it's like Paul Stanley says, Oh, yeah, oh, I yeah. remember that song. That's it. That's you, know yeah. you know this one. You know this one. This is off Kiss Alive. It's like, Yeah, a lot of them are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. You really narrow that down, Paul. So, all right. So next movies. Movies. What's your number five? Number five, I don't know if you've ever heard of this one. It's kind of a cult. It's kind of a cult uh, cult hit. Um, it's called The Gods Must Be Crazy. Yes. You heard yes, of it? Yes, that is hilarious. When they throw the Coke bottle up and hit the little kid in the head. And yeah. It's, it's <laughs> about this African Bushman that, that they get this Coke bottle back when they make bottles of Coke, you know, in hard bottles. <laughs> and it's like he just was around the white people and he just thought we were just the craziest yeah. Like when he sees that really hot girl, she was the most hideous thing he ever saw in his life. <laughs> I mean, it's like, I mean, it, and a great movie. I love, and I mean, it, it shows you that. And my favorite part is the rhino that has to put the fires out. <laughs> yeah, they, that, they, they even made a sequel to it. I mean, yeah, I don't think it did that good. Though. It did do, it did do as well. It came out like in the nineties, right? This came out. That's yeah, quite a bit longer. Crazy too came out like it was either late eighties or early nineties when it came out. Yeah, I think but it yeah, was early nineties. It was not. It was nothing compared to the first. One. Yeah, the first one was like. It, I mean, it was. I mean, it it was it was it was funny. If you haven't seen it, I mean, it, get it, man. It, it's a great movie. Yeah. So number five for me, and this was the one that, I guess, me at the time at seven years old wouldn't be watching, but as as I got older, when I a friend of mine that I when I worked with. Uh, Gosh, when I was in my early 20s at the grocery store that I worked at then, he was big into this and he, yeah, he listened to the, we listened to the soundtrack a lot and, and their other music a lot. But he said, You have never watched a movie. I said, I've never watched a movie, but uh, we're on a mission from God. Uh, the Blues Brothers, Dan Aykroyd, John Belushi, uh, music in it, of course. You know, you had Aretha Franklin in it, you had a lot of uh, guests in there. Uh, but the whole and how ridiculous was the ending with the car, all the cop cars crashing into each other. But oh man, it was so hilarious. Never you, seen it. You've never seen it. That doesn't interest me. 
I, 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 you see, I, and I was the same way. I was the same yeah. way before that. But, you know, watching it, I'll go back and watch it again, of course. But uh, I think that the next movie they did, did you ever see Neighbors? Belushi mm -hmm. and Acro, I think that was the last movie they did together. That was pretty funny, too. But that was later on. But number five for me, The Blues Brothers. Hmm. Okay. Number five for six, four for four. me. I posted the other day. It's probably my favorite horror movie of all time. George C. Scott. It's called The Changeling. Which uh, you you familiar with that one, Stevie? No, not at all. It's a it's a ghost story. Like it takes it's 1980. It's about a guy that he loses his wife and daughter. I think in a car crash. He he witnesses, and he buys his house to where there's a spirit of a little boy. Very very sad. I'll leave it at that. But it's it's a I um I remember one time when when I back in the nineties back when Blockbuster was around, I went out to a little party and you know I worked with all women back then and oh like, hey warden what's a good horror movie so I gave them this one <laughs> and they didn't know it they was oh that's like so old and stuff and I go just give it a chance so I left and let them watch it and go like why did you make us watch that movie oh my god it was scary I mean it's it's I think Tom even from Shout Out Loudcast said he likes it. I mean, and he's a horror buff. He's more than yeah, he, he he loves. But this is a ghost story. It's it's really really good. George C. Scott's of course good in anything he does. So I'd recommend you seeing that. I might have to check that out someday. Not the one, not the Changeling with Anna. Uh, if you see uh, what's her name, uh, who's the one who was married to Brad Pitt? She did the one Clint Eastwood directed. Jolie. Yeah, she Angelina did a movie Jolie. called The Changeling, but it's a different movie. You look for the one with. I think it's a wheelchair with like fire around it. So yeah, I'd do that one. Okay. My number four, probably the longest intro in movie history. Cause I remember as a kid, I didn't go see it at the theater, but it came on like, I think ABC or somebody, one of those, you know, how the theater back then. Deep throat. Show, huh? No. Deep throat. No. And you'd have to get through the opening credits, and it was like, you know, by that time, 10 minutes had gone by, and next commercial break before you actually see the first scene. What is of the movie. A, what is a movie by Pink Floyd or something like their music? No. <laughs> no. Superman 2, Christopher Reeve battling General Zod and his two counterparts. Uh, it was, you know, I was big into like the superhero thing uh, and other stuff we'll talk about later. But um, Christopher Reeve, to me, was like Superman. I mean, of course, that was the only Superman you knew. You saw him in the comic book, you, and he fit. I mean, that guy fit Superman better than anybody that's ever played. I mean, the Clark Kent look, he, he pulled that off, and then the Superman look, he pulled that off as well. Uh, Margot Kidder, as much as somebody gives her, they give her a hard time about being cuckoo. Yeah, she probably was, but. She did a good job as Lois Lane. She was hot in that time. Gene Hackman, great. Gene Hackman's great. Ned B Beatty was a great sidekick. Mr. Luthor. Yeah. And the funny part, you know, it was funny at the end when Superman tricks him into thinking he's 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 gave up his powers and he, he's got it back. He ends up getting it back here. And I was Luthor, with you all along. I was with you all along. <laughs> great plan. Great plan. But yeah. Probably the last, last good Superman movie out of that. Because Superman three, no four. Uh, 
Superman three had Eddie Pryor, Eddie Murphy. No, Eddie, Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor. Yeah, am I doing? Richard Pryor. Richard Eddie Pryor. You know what's sad? I don't even drink Richard anymore. Murphy. I don't even drink anymore. I say that. No, uh, Eddie Murphy. God, Richard Pryor. Was, he made. He was good in that movie. It was. It was okay. I got into it more because I was big into computers back then, and they had you know. I, Richard Pryor. After watching Richard Pryor like stir crazy and uh, busting loose and stuff like that. It's hard for me to it's hard for me to believe that Richard Pryor was a computer genius. I mean, the toy. Remember the toy? Yeah, the toy. The toy was great with Jackie Gleason. Uh, yeah, but yeah, Superman two, man, I was big time, and I had the card, trading cards. I had it was a, I think it was an actual magazine. I wish I still had all that the, the magazine and stuff like that for it. I had the book, but yeah, Superman two, my number four. Superman two, my number three. Yes, I think yes. it's out of. I think it's my favorite Superman movie because I when they're fighting and yeah, you got that, yeah. You got that cab driver. This is that. gonna be good. Yeah, I, they, I think it's better than the first one. Nah, it's different. It's, you said you said it's the better best. Superman no, I said it's my favorite. I didn't say it was the best one. <laughs> Superman. Thing, no, it's not the same thing. No, no, I didn't say that. The okay. thing that 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 turns me off the first one. And I posted it on on the Facebook page the other day. Is the unrealistic fast running they had him do in the first one when he was and looked good like at the a, time. Oh, I was like, it was nineteen. He, he was like, a, he, he, something's wrong with that kid. I was nineteen seventy nine, like, brother. I mean, come on, dude. It's Superman. His legs didn't touch the ground. Come on, dude. It is what they had at the time, dude. Yeah, Star Wars. They had. They had better if you, if you watch Star Wars close, you'll see the strings, okay? The only thing I see the stormtroopers get hit in the head. By the yeah, that's funny. <laughs> okay. Uh, my favorite, I don't know if it's the best because first, of course, has Marlon Brando in it. Um, Talking to somebody that hadn't seen The Godfather until a couple weeks ago. Whatever, dude. Uh, uh, I'm going to send you to from Krypton to planet Earth. You have a problem with Marlon Brando, Stephen? What was his name in that movie? I think Superman was Kal-El. He was Jor-El, right? I don't know. And they were ready to kill him. Remember the mom was kind of hot. Yeah. You remember that freaky, the freaky little... Uh, Ship he he was in when they sent him to Earth. Yeah, that's that was almost as bad as the egg Mort came from Ork. Man. Oh, <laughs> dude, don't compare that. Come on, dude. I mean, a freaking egg, and and then this thing looked like it had. Dude, Mork from Mork and Mindy was a great show, dude. I love Mork and Mindy. Okay. Did you see the post I put out there about the animated Mork and Mindy the other day? Huh? Is it coming out or is it new? Or no, what? it was back in the eighties. They had a a Mork and Mindy. Laverne and Shirley and Fonz hour, like cartoon hour. Yeah. It's so funny. I remember, I remember I loved Mork and Mindy, and I remember my dad My dad found out about how vulgar he was. Oh, yeah. Was like, well, he's not like that on the show, but I was forbidden to watch it. Oh, my gosh. Okay, Superman 2, my number three. All right, so my number three <laughs> And this is another one that was probably later on because I probably was at seven years old. I probably wasn't allowed to watch it, but uh, you did. Yeah, I no, I didn't. I oh, didn't yeah. get to see it then. But later on, in later years, I watched it, 
and I guess it was the it had to be the edited down version of saw on TV. But uh Caddyshack. Oh, oh my gosh. So many great, you know, Rodney Dangerfield being Ted in Knight. Ted Knight. Yes. No worries. <laughs> well, and then uh Chevy Chase. Of course, the no, 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 no. I just used to think that was so incredible. He would hit the golf ball. Like, I was like, yeah, he's really doing that, too. Oh, one take. No, 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 no. And then Noonan, Bill Murray kind of stole the show on that as the uh, – With the Tootsie with the candy bar. <laughs> yeah, or the candy bar, but his his obsession with killing that freaking gopher. And it, oh, there, it was was a, there was a second one, right? Yes. Oh. I never, I never really saw the first one. Really? You need to go yeah. back and watch. Yeah, you, you ought to go watch that. Yeah, I think you would love it. Well, hell, I didn't but, see Porky's until like a year ago. <laughs> Porky's, oh my god! I, I didn't get. I wasn't able to watch oh those back god. then. I wasn't. I wasn't allowed to watch those. Woo. As any decent child should. But has anyone seen my cunt? Anyway, um, Caddyshack though it has so many great parts in it. The uh, Rodney Dangerfield. That was my first. First time seeing, you know, I never saw Easy Money, so but this was my first introduction to Roddy Dangerfield, and I was just like laughing my butt off at him. Roddy Dangerfield's yeah. kind of had that career like Tommy Lee Jones, who plays the same character all the same, yes, yeah, all the time. Yeah, he's got the same, you know, back to school, even Lady Great. Ladybugs. He kind of toned it down for that movie, and I think that was because he wanted to get a new audience, but he didn't. He didn't do all the. He had to be. Well, he the, really, he really changed it up on. Um, what's that movie with uh, Woody Harrelson and um, Natural Born Killers? Yeah, he really changed. Yes, it up, he did on that one. I didn't like him in that because I, I didn't like that movie. I, I didn't like that movie. It was, I it was too dark. It just. I didn't really care for that. Movie I'm not a either. big serial killer person, so. No, I'm not either. But uh, Caddyshack, number three for me. Number two, for yep. me. Don't call me Shirley. <laughs> don't call me Shirley. And wasn't just I just talking about the Lakers? Wasn't I talking about the Lakers win and, and Kareem Abdul Jabbar? <laughs> yeah. Was it my dad says, Look, kid, I try real hard. And when they take him out and he's got his knee pads on that and stuff. Every night. Yeah. Tell your old man to drag Walton Linear down the court. Or right, what's the one with I'm Roger? Roger. <laughs> what was that one? Hey, nerd. Uh he asked the stewardess, the girl that Julie was on the love boat. Remember her? She was yeah. on. She was. Did we have the chicken or the fish? Yes, I remember. I had the lasagna. <laughs> yeah. And then you uh, got and you got freaking Mrs. Cleaver talking. Excuse me, Stuart. Does I speak Jive? Can you I imagine the shit that would have happened nowadays? Yo, if that God. came out. Hey, I got one question for you. Would you rather have beans and butter than drag it through the garden? <laughs> that was one of the responses from the Jive brothers. Look, this is another another movie that we me and my cousins and my brother could go back and forth naming lines over and over again uh like the part where they're the, the part where they're uh they're like checking the oil in the front <laughs> is that jimmy walker is it yeah that's what i'm wondering it looks like jimmy walker up there the guy that's doing it. he falls off the side of the yeah uh and then, and then he does a credit card machine and then you had the then you had the freaking Another thing that would probably got a lot of people pissed off was the the uh, Arab Airlines with the the beard and the. There's so much stuff that people would can't they would cancel culture would. Uh, well, the like, second one, the second one too, where Sonny Bono's buying a bomb, you know, it's just yeah. yeah. But 
Uh, I'll go ahead and tell you, Airplane is my number two as well. All right. Uh, so, yeah. It was so I kind of think I know where this is headed. Yeah. But the Jab Brothers, and then when the lady, how how much flack do you think it would have been when the lady was up there going, I've got to get out of here. I've got to get out of here. And people no, were in line. <laughs> Leslie Nielsen, that. though. The funniest thing of that, Leslie Nielsen slaps her. And then uh, the lady, the guy says, Doctor, you want it? This patient easy back here, and Leslie Nielsen takes one more shot at her before he goes up. Bam! Oh my god! And then the the every time Ted goes and talks to somebody about the stories that want to kill themselves, the guy that yeah. shot it hung himself and stuff. But look, the woman <laughs> there was so much, and then there's one more thing I'll talk about after this before when she on. blows the autopilot. Well, I wasn't going to bring that up, but just says she did, yeah. But anyway, when Ted's up there fidgeting around in, in, in the seat beside that old lady. And that lady says, uh, you know, it's so clever the way they wrote this up. He was like, she was like, nervous? He said, yeah. He said, first time? He was like, no, I've been nervous lots of times. So, I mean, but. Uh, and how good is, and how good is Lloyd Bridges? I guess I cooked the it's coming right at us. And who's the guy like, it's like when he's like, who's the guy's like, well, I want the whole story. Well, first the, the asteroids came, then the dinosaurs, then the Arabs. <laughs> oh, I want, for, what can you make, Johnny? What can you make out of this? I can make a hat or a brooch or a pterodactyl. I mean, yeah, it's me, John, big tree. Or when he, but, uh, or when he, uh, took unclug the runway. Just kidding. Just kidding. Um, and also, it's like when the press, okay, guys, let's get some pictures and they all get that picture. <laughs> take a, it was stupid, so stupid shit like that. Gosh. How about the one with Strikers in the hospital when he's painting that guy? He's like, hey, Striker, can I take a break? I'm getting tired. And the guy is like, oh, my gosh. It's, it's so many. It's so many good parts of the movie. The Striker, Striker, Striker. Man, that would have been a big thing, too. Yes. Robert Stack. Or when he's driving and he hits that guy on the bicycle. <laughs> I just keeps driving. Look, the, when he gets, oh, how about when he gets to the airport? And he, he's approached by all those uh, religious guys, and he beats yeah. the crap out of every one of them. Help Jerry's kids. One of the guys that was on there that played one of those guys was the – he eventually became – he was on Empty Nest, and he was Joe Azuzu. Yes. Remember yeah. – no, trust. No, thanks. We gave it though. Yeah. <laughs> that, remember Joe Azuzu? That he, did yeah. the, he was on Empty Nest. He was on Empty Another Nest. Another great 80s show. Yeah. Uh, how about when they told him to get in crash position, and all of them got in there? <laughs> it yeah. was so much great stuff that – uh, what's that guy's name? Landis? Is that the guy that makes the movie? The or this Mecca's brother, or something like that. That was the Abram, one of the Abram brothers. Uh, hold uh, on, we're gonna find out right here. But they, I mean, they did a great job. And I mean, it made a career for Leslie Nielsen. That's all he ever did after that. Heck no. With oh uh, yeah, that, yeah. With, yeah, with he, he did, did police, we did gun, police squad. Pretty much. Have you ever seen yeah. Police Squad though? That yeah, that was a TV great show. I yeah. I loved Police Squad. I hated. When they took it out there, but then when Naked Gun came, I was like, "This is Police Squad as a movie." I mean, David Zucker and Jerry Zucker. Yeah, that's what it we was. were both wrong. Jim Abrahams was a writer, but yeah, that's what, I was yeah. that's what I was thinking about. Gosh, that was a great movie. So, well, see if we talk about our number one, especially we did our number two. <laughs> number one, who you got? This movie. I remember this movie was a. I mean, I don't think if everybody claims it's the best of this franchise, it's not my favorite. It could be. Jeez. I think at eight years old, I was a little I bit. I was a little bit lost 
because I remember talking to my mom and I lived in Missouri and my mom was talking to me about, I told her I went and saw dad took me to go see empire strikes back. It's like, okay, yeah, we saw it and everything. And, and that's something about Darth Vader being Luke's dad. I'm like, what? <laughs> I didn't get it. I was so into the movie. I don't remember that. Cause I what? was like I, the fight. I didn't get it. I, I, I was eight years old. I was, I mean, hell, I'm a dumbass now. I was a dumbass even worse then. I was so just so the key mad. part of the whole movie. Yeah, I know. I no, I didn't get it. I didn't understand. I didn't care. I didn't listen to the dialogue. I'm I just cared father. about the fighting and stuff. I didn't know. He's <laughs> what? You know, and I and it's just it just wasn't as laid back and as fun as the first one. And I of course Return of the Jedi is my favorite. Dude. And 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 it's just that was a little, I guess, a little too sophisticated for me. I just, I guess that was just a little above my head. I guess I'm a dumbass, so that, that's what I <laughs> But I, but she told me that is like she, she ruined my world. He's what? Yeah. So, of course, anybody that knows me knows Empire. You're a sucker, not... You're a sucker for a ballot. Sucker. And oh. anybody knows it, Star Wars. Yeah, Empire was my favorite of the series, and. I remember. Hell, you were you're younger than me, and you got it. So what does that yeah. say about me? <laughs> Look, dude, let me tell you this, I, and we'll go a little bit further back. So Star Wars came out what seventy seven. I one of my first memories that I can go back and remember is standing in line at the theater in Runt Rapids. Yep. To go see Star Wars because my preacher was in line ahead of me. He oh, was. Okay. Yeah, he was he was there. He was lying ahead of me, and you know, just and you know, I I don't know if my parents were just like into it, and they were like, "Well, we're going to take the kids with us." But they may they probably would have saved themselves a lot of money if they hadn't took us because it was like every year Christmas, Star Wars stuff. It was you know I had all the stuff, but I remember the build up, and you 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 hear all this stuff about Empire coming, Empire's coming, and you're like. With, and nagging the crap out of my mom and dad. We got to go see this when it comes out. I remember it was a Saturday night we were going to go see it. And I was up. You know, on a Saturday, you always get up early. You don't ever want to get up early during the week for school. But on a Saturday morning, you always want to get up early to watch all the cartoons. I couldn't. It was like I couldn't sleep. I was up at like 4, 530, 4.30, 5 o'clock. Red, just counting the hours down. All right, what time is it now? What time is it now? When are we leaving? When are we leaving? Went to see it, and one of the one of the memories I have of that, I don't know. During the fight scene, Darth Vader disappears for a while, and then all of a sudden he shows up. He drops back down in popcorn straight up in the air. I mean, I threw it up. But then, you know, some people actually got what Darth Vader was talking about, uh, and I was like, my mouth was like. Oh my god, I was like, that, that ain't gonna that ain't gonna be true. That ain't gonna be true. And then you're wondering fake about news, Harper. fake news. But I'll tell you this out of all the movies, I think the reason why I like it more, they left that movie left so many cliffhangers. You know, you don't know if Han Solo what's gonna happen to Han Solo. You don't know if Luke's really Darth's son. And and but the, you know, then and we'll talk. I'm not going to talk about Return of the Jedi because that will probably come up later on when we do this series. 
You so, think? Yeah, I think. But uh, yeah, just I mean, just a great movie. That was that was probably the most action packed out of any of them. Uh, and, I think Return of the Jedi. Uh, no, because yeah. I'm not. I mean, the the drawback from from Jedi was, I mean, I love the Ewoks, but. You Not forget those me. those movies are made for kids. You didn't hate them back then. I, I know, but I mean, I actually had a uh, a man down uh, lived in like two towns over played one of the Ewoks. Not one of the main Ewoks, but he was one of them. But uh, yeah, I, I think for the same reason you like Empire Strikes Back is the one of the reasons I don't like Empire Strikes Back. Because when you saw Star Wars, you know, for me that was it. I mean, it's like okay, one and done. I mean, that movie yeah. could have gone either way. I like movies that I don't like filler movies where you have to wait. It bridges stuff together. It's not, I don't like those. That's the whole, re- that's the, that's the whole way they get you coming back. Though. I know, but I don't like those. I like a complete movie start <laughs> to finish. I don't like, oh shit, this ain't the whole story. I got to come back. So airplane, you didn't like, you, you liked airplane. I mean, you knew the yeah, little shuttle was coming. Yeah, but that was, you know. That left you hanging. That lets you hang. No, nah, not as bad as Star Wars did. You know, you had yeah. that to our Empire. You I mean, it's it's just not my favorite movie. I mean, right. I, I guess I think because of just God, can you imagine cutting that animal open and putting him in there? I thought they smelled bad on the outside. God. The <laughs> you did yeah. pretty good, Stevie. You, you yeah. Have you good. ever seen Jim uh what's that guy's name? Bill Hader from Saturday Night Live, who is hilarious. I mean, but he yeah. went on uh he went on Jimmy Fallon and did a Tauntaun impression and he had it down. I mean sounded just like him and he did the whole falling over thing. Oh my god, I like to die and laugh. But yeah. So we had our top two was the same. That's scary. Yeah, but the yeah, it's we funny. Had three. We had we had one mo- one song in common. Yeah, we had three out of the five. So that's pretty cool. I think that's- and there's like a couple on our list that neither one of us has seen. I'll watch you watch the changeling and I'll watch uh Blues Brothers. Yeah. I'm sure you will. No, I will. All right. <laughs> Albums. Let's get to the last, the third and last category. Albums, your number five. My number five, um, you mentioned earlier. It's more of a something I like later in life, not so much back then. But I think you know me. I'm a big Sabbath fan. I like Sabbath, Heaven and Hell. I I love the title track, and I love Evil. Uh, was it Evil Woman? Yeah, that uh, was one I got into later on. Uh, I remember hearing Heaven and Hell for the first time, and I was like, "This is how cool. and how." Okay, I'm going to say this right now. How shitty is that of Sharon to make them change their name from Sabbath to Heaven and Hell? That Sharon, woman, dude. I just can't stand that. Sharon, I know it's, it's Sharon, woman, and it's all about money, and it's all about. Goddamn! I mean, her, when, you gonna, when she, you have enough money, she she gets on a power trip, dude. It's yeah, all about she's, power. She's got yeah. money now. It's all about power. It's a power trip, dude. Well, honestly, what happened to her and getting exposed and stuff, and couldn't have happened to a nicer person. <laughs> oh, what are you talking about? All right, so number five is Heaven and Hell. And number five for me, I this is like you, is something I probably got into later on. I got into this 
I remember hearing this band the first time, like probably a couple years later. But uh, going back later in my life and listening to uh, Minute Work. Oh wow. Yeah. Do you come? I want a Vegemite sandwich. Um, <laughs> Did that uh, come out on eighty? I think it came out eighty-one. Uh, I say so. that came out later on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this was uh, this was the album that. For me, it's not one of the one of the uh, one of the best albums they did, but it leads off with a great song. And then the first two songs are great. Uh, Van Halen, Women and Children First. Uh, but at the cradle of rock, it's got that. Yeah, I. Everybody wants some. Uh, Romeo Delight, great songs. Van Halen. It wasn't. You know, like I like I said, Diver Down was what got me into Van Halen. Uh, hearing a pretty woman of all things on the radio on Casey Kasem was what got me into Van Halen. And uh it just went from there. But women and children first is have you seen five. Junior's Grades? Have you seen Junior's Grades? That is probably my least favorite Van Halen album. I've had them all. And yeah. that's probably one I I don't know. I just I mean it's got everybody wants some is pretty badass and I never liked in the Cradle Rock. I, oh yeah, I like. I that. just, I just was never really one of my favorite. What is the other? Is there what's another song standout song on that album? Ooh. No, I'm thinking of, I'm thinking like, of, I'm thinking of Women in Love, but that's on. Uh, that's on something Me- else. Yeah, that's okay. Never mind. Me- yeah, yeah. Mean Streets or whatever. I think that's it. So number four for you. Number four for me is probably from my second favorite band of all time. And this is probably my least favorite album by them, but it has a few good songs on it. Emotional Rescue by the Rolling Stones. I mean, it's I, I love that because it's still kind of got that disco feel to it, but it's kind of yeah. more. I just remember hearing that on the radio, Emotional Rescue on the radio, <laughs> and he's all he's singing that falsetto voice yeah. the whole time. And, I'm like, and he gets all serious. I will be your knight in shining armor. <laughs> yeah, they were. I mean, if you ever seen like the video from Miss You, man, yeah. they are beyond freaking hammered, dude. <laughs> yes, yes. I, mean, I, I, I love it. I love the Stones. They're like I said, they're right behind there for Kiss for me. Yeah. I love their disco stuff. I I, I love it. I like this album. I know a lot of people dislike it, but rest. Uh, but I mean, I know it's a, it's not the same year, but Miss You is my all time favorite Stones song. I just I love the Stones. Rolling Stones were. Uh, uh, for me, I don't know. There was there was a few songs that I liked back then, but it wasn't. They weren't something that was like, oh gosh, Rolling Stones are on. I yeah, got to listen to them. I think for me, my mom listened to them a lot, and I think like them and Rod yeah, Stewart. See, so yeah, that's like you and you know Elvis. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I got you. Now I I can totally understand that. Um, all right. So this is going to surprise you here. My, my number, number four village people. Hey, we had that album that came through Columbia house too. Uh, was that real to real? Was that that long ago? Remember, remember they had, they had the real to real option. I go, what's that? Yeah. What the heck is that? But, uh, looks like a lot of work to me. It's like, no, (laughs) we, my brother had this, this album I'm talking about here on cassette. Christopher and, Cross. No. Uh-uh. 
And I just remember from start to finish, I could at, at one time I could probably sing every song up there, knew all the words to it. We played it so much. And it's probably a little bit of cheating because it is a greatest hits compilation, but it had a great song that everybody two two great songs that everybody was crazy over about then. Talking about Kenny Rogers' greatest hits. You had the gambler, you had Lady right there. One that was the first two songs there. But man, I remember the first time hearing Coward of the, of the County, and I'm like, this is freaking awesome here. This guy tells a story. Um, another one of my favorites off that is Don't Fall in Love with a Dreamer with Kim Corns. Oh, she's she believes in me. Lucille, you decorated my life. Reuben James. Ruben James. Uh, love the world away. Just great, great stuff, bud. I, I loved because Lady, I think this was Lady made their de its debut on this album. It wasn't, it hadn't been released except on the Great Sits album. And I think he was one of the first ones to do something like that, to have like a unreleased song, two unreleased songs on the on that out, a greatest hits album. But yeah, I mean, we wore this tape out. I mean, there's so many great songs. Kenny Rogers' greatest hits. My number three, Kenny Rogers' greatest hits. <laughs> I remember, I don't know who it was, even my mother or my grandmother had this album, the LP. Yes. And I think what the song that stood out for me the most was You Decorated My Life. Yes. That's a great song. And I remember, I, I can remember later in life when, I was going to strip clubs <laughs> and uh, and you started singing you decorated my life. <laughs> no, I, I just remember we were talking about he my buddy had a girlfriend at the time and she was real straight laced and she probably would have freaked out he was a strip club. I go, Oh, it's kind of like she believes in me, you know, you're just in her yeah. messing around on her, you're at a strip club and and it was either that and she's a good hearted woman in love with a good time and man that, that one came up too. I just had to bust his balls for that one. But yeah, you decorated my life. I used to say this about Kenny Rogers. He was like the white man, Southern Barry White. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you kind of, you kind of look at that. I mean, God, Kenny Rogers was great. Yes. He and was. I guarantee you, he will come up in later issue. Uh, uh, yeah, he probably later, uh, later um, episodes, but yeah, you decorated my life was probably, I mean, God, every song on here is great. Coward of the County. Ruby, you know, it's just like, dude, the gambler. Ruby, don't take your love. Yeah, I, like I remember at the end of like Ruby. Drum beat in the beginning. God's sakes, turn around. Yeah. And Kenny Rogers might come up in a in a one of my one of my movies from uh so did Lucille come out later then? Because it's not on here. Yeah, it is. It's a, is it is it yeah, I, I wasn't quite looking. Okay. So okay. breaking news. We talked it up. Aaron Judge about 10 minutes ago just hit 61. And we're recording on He's not gonna hit seven Wednesday though. night, 9-28-2022. So yeah. So he's trying I mean he's not gonna hit 70 though. No, he won't get to 70. I don't think he, he, would, he would like really a... he would unless Mark McGuire becomes a hitting coach for uh the Yankees all of a sudden. Yeah. Then he might I don't know if he's got enough time to get into the system. But God can okay, speaking of Aaron Judge, <laughs> you see how much money the Yankees offered him? He turned down. I mean, my God, what does he want? Just like Lamar Jackson. With the Ravens, I don't. I think Lamar Jackson doesn't like playing with the Ravens. Yeah, I don't right. know where else. I mean, is Aaron Judge going to join Mike Trout in Anaheim? Never know. That'll All be right. three. 
three great players not doing anything in the postseason. So, he, could to, he could go to Houston. Might. But the Houston doesn't play for their players, though. So no, no. They, Houston's more. They don't have that one star. They they're like the like, they're like the Cardinals. They they don't yeah. really pay that big contract. And they don't they don't have the standout guy anymore. They just was that Alex coach. was it Alex Carrera that left? Was it he went to? Is it one of them left? Plays for the uh, Toronto now, but but it mean it was just it, they're like the Cardinals. I mean they let they let Pugos go. I mean it was just that was the biggest mistake. Yeah, was on his I part. Agree with that. So number three for me, mm-hmm. and this is another one that probably came up. But I do remember this is another cassette my brother had that I listened to. Uh, I was kind of scared of it at first, but then because it's like then it, then you just like oh whatever. Uh, but number three for me, we mentioned it earlier. Uh, ACDC Back in Black. Really, and you're number three. Yes. yes. Wow. Giving the dog a bone. Uh, back in black. Shoot the thrill. I mean, shoot the thrill is a great song. Um, of course, the uh, was number one on my list. The Undertaker. Ding dong on boom, oh hell's bells. That was one of them that I was scared of right there at first when I heard that song. I was like, why were you afraid of Satan's going to get you? I'm going to take you to hell. You know, and like, if he goes oh, off, if what is it? I listen to it too much. I'm going to hell. Yeah, I'm going to get you. Satan's going to get you. Because if God's on the left, I'm sticking to the right. Like, yeah. yeah. But anyway, you know Brian Johnson. I read an interview with him. Is like. Why did you? I think I've mentioned this before. It's like, were you in the Satan? Because nah, just wanted to give all them evangelicals something to talk about. <laughs> hey, I do pretty good, Brian Johnson. You better than good, my you uh, did, you did Joe Walsh. You're gonna do. Yeah. Joe Walsh. Yeah, it's better than you, Joe Walsh. My Joe Walsh is like Keith Richards. All right, my number two. My number two. I mentioned his former band earlier. My number five is Blizzard of Oz. Crazy. I mean, we give Sharon Sharon goes. a huh? That's how it goes. Crazy. We, get, we give Sharon goes. a lot of crap, but I mean, she made Ozzy, and she's probably a big reason I he's mean, still alive. As like you said, it, we give her a lot of crap, but as as much above, but we think she is she is a good business lady. She well, she she defined her right. Yeah. She defined her dad. Yeah. To stick God with Ozzy. I mean, I mean, they fired Ozzy. Something. It's like it's like they fi- it's like kind of like when Guns N' Roses fired Steven Adler. All you're doing is firing the biggest junkie in the band. The rest of them are junkies too. Yeah. I mean, it, and I mean, Ozzy, I think surpassed Sabbath. Ozzy's better oh, yeah. than Sabbath. I, I think mean, Ozzy's better than Sabbath. It's solo, my opinion. You know, and I Sabbath, love like Sabbath. Sabbath kind of stayed still. They didn't they didn't go to the next level when Ronnie James Dio was there. And I think he wasn't there long enough really to get him to the next level. But once he left, you know, Ozzy's going here, they're going down. I mean, they're, it's just like, no. And a lot of the, you know, when Geezer and Bill Ward left and it was Tony Iommi's Black Sabbath. Yeah. So, when he was like there, I remember that one album that he was there in the jacket by himself, Iommi. And then, yeah. then they did the eternal idol. Yeah. Which a lot of people say, oh, you didn't give a heart. But I mean, I remember when that Sabbath was a joke by then. I mean, yeah. you think Kiss was a joke in the 80s. God, Sabbath was a real joke. 
they were. I mean, I remember, you know, listening to it, you know, reading in like Hip Parade or Circus, Black Sabbath coming out with another album, and it was like, and nothing, there was never any good, which I don't pay attention to a lot of critics' reviews because there's a lot of songs that crit, a lot of albums that critics don't like that I love. But, um, yeah. yeah. I'll go ahead and tell you, Blizzard of Oz is my number two as well. Uh, top to bottom, you know, a lot of great songs. And Randy Rhodes, I mean, what can you say about Randy Rhodes? That was the introduction to Randy Rhodes as far as on a national, in the national spotlight. Of course, he'd been with Quiet Riot. But it's just sad that Randy Rhodes didn't get, you know, tragically life cut short and it's we didn't get to see just like cliff burton cliff burton yeah and that was the anniversary of that was this week as well uh but yeah you know well, the, yeah yeah i have a feeling that we will be mentioning ozzy quite a bit yeah i know will. i will because there was one yes. that i put on facebook today yes, 34 years it. no rest it. for the wicked probably my favorite yeah. ozzy album i love that because that that song just a kick-ass Demon alcohol. I mean, that's just. I mean, yeah. God, that's just a you great. You know what? Album. Yeah, and we need to save, save it. I know. Save it and save the song for that. Might be an album review we have to do. That has to be an album review. I, I'm a big fan of that album as well. So number one, number one is a repeat. When I heard the bells, and I, <laughs> it, I was hooked ever since. This is my all-time favorite album. I've mentioned this before. Back in Black. I'm a Brian Johnson guy, but as I get older, I'm appreciating Bond no more. Yeah. Um, when we did our upcoming Sabbath album, I had five Bond and five Brian albums. Tell my ACDC. ACD. I'm sorry, ACDC. <laughs> I'm become. I'm, but Back in Black. I mean, I don't think there's a song on this album that I dislike. I. It's just it shows you another example of how great Mutt Lang is. I mean, yeah. you think about all the albums that he's done with Def Leppard, with Sabbath, with Shania Twain from, I mean, I don't know if you were a Shania Twain fan. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. I mean, just, I mean, it, I, I can just imagine if he ever did anything with Kiss. I don't think Kiss would have given up no control, but if he could have done something in the 70s with them, I don't know. I, I think it would have, like Dynasty maybe more, I mean, can you imagine him doing Dynasty? God, it would probably be even more commercial. But Back in Black, my favorite all-time album, start to finish. I Hell's Bells, it it submitted me as a Sabbath, I keep saying Sabbath, a ACDC, <laughs> an ACDC fan. Just the bells freaking me out. Then Shoot the Thrill, Give Me the Dog a Bone. Hell, Back in Black. I remember walking. Yeah. I remember walking with my boombox. Remember the boomboxes? Oh yeah. Like everybody, like my age, was like doing, you know, LL Cool J or something like that. Man, I was, I was rock all the way. I, I kind of had the Run DMC fascination for a while, but oh, yeah. we'll talk about that later. But Back in Black, my all-time favorite album. I probably listen to it at least once a month. I love it. Is there is there anything that takes D batteries besides the old jam boxes and flashlights? That was the only thing that took you had to have D batteries. Yeah. And it was like, and they didn't last long back then. No, they didn't. You remember they had that thing that kind of, it was kind of a a new thing. They had the battery chargers. Remember those? Yes. Yes. But those things didn't work because you would recharge a battery and they would leak acid. Yep. So it's like, you just had the battery. Those batteries were not cheap. When they came out, I was like, oh my God. 
And they were like, nope. They weren't cheap either, those batteries. No, uh-uh. So, my number one, and got to say. Am I going to be surprised, Stevie? No, probably not. Because um, you're a sucker for a ballad. It's some Journey no, album. No, it's not. A, no, oh, no. It's nothing like Journey. It's uh, an album come that came out in 1980, of course. <laughs> and it was the first album with, with a new drummer. Um, Unmasked. Kiss Unmasked. Yes. Going there. And I'm telling you, dude, when that came out, such a For somebody that gives me so much crap. No, I I like Unmasked. But, you know, come on, dude. Hey, Torpedo Girl is all right, so, but one of Ace's best. Come on, dude. Ace doesn't, Ace doesn't have a lot of great stuff. Solo. Still. <laughs> I could have found something better. Anyway, let's move on. It was it was different. It was you know, we're going to talk about that till the podcast ends, dude. We'll always bring up Torpedo Girl. Yeah, it's going to be that's going to be the last thing I saw. Right, great album, great, great album. It's yeah, yeah. I, I remember just the build up to it, uh, and then getting the actual album and seeing the the cover of it, and I was like, holy crap! Look at this cover. It's a, it's a comic book, and uh, I remember you know, is that you hearing that? I think I got it. I think I actually got it for Easter. Uh, I guess I'm such a Kiss Greek and hard, I guess, that I didn't even consider that. I don't know why. Yeah. I, I just I, I just went outside of Kiss on mine. Right. Because, I mean, there's, there's, I mean, next, I mean, there's probably, I probably like that album more than the bottom three in mine. Well, right. bottom two, anyway. You know, you had... You did, like you said, Poppy, but it had some great songs on there. You know, Is That yeah. You's Great, Naked City. What Makes the World Go Round. What makes the World Go Round. And even, you know, I know Zeus is going to hate me for saying this, but she, Shandy. Uh, that's I, a love Shandy. Shandy. I, I love Shandy. I, I do love Shandy. Um, that's, a, that's a great song. And, it you know, it's funny. He much loves the Eagles. My buddies would always say, he's like, man, that's as close to the Eagles as Kiss gets. I go, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Kind of got the kind of guitar and. I think I mentioned that on our episode, and I think I got the evil look. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> so, but Unmask is, is my favorite album, 1980. So, we're going to try to do this. We're going to try to do the 80s at least once a month. Uh, next 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 month will be 1981, and so on, and so on. And You know, maybe we need to add TV shows to it. I mean, we can move right along with it. Maybe next month we need to do 1981 TV top five TV shows from that year. What any, do you think? TV, any TV shows that stand out? I know that Magnum debuted in '80, so uh, I know that. Let's see. I know that. I know it didn't debut, but I think Dallas Dukes of Hazard they were my shows in '80. And I mean that that's that's the we thing we're going to run into. That's yeah. thing we're going to run into there. Um, it yeah, is. I think we can do it. Like with the TV show, it's not necessarily eighty, but what maybe what we were watching in nineteen eighty. Yeah, we'll have to. Because I mean, Dukes of Hazard, I mentioned that, but it started in seventy nine. You know, Dallas started in the seventies. In nineteen eighty, I was watching both those. You know, it's funny. I grew up in such a. I grew up in such a like certain music I listened to, but I I was okay. My dad let me watch Dallas. <laughs> it's just like okay. Here's here's some of the ones that are going to stand out for me. Magnum PI. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you remember this one. Too close for comfort. 
Oh yeah, we talked about her. We talked yeah. about the blonde that dated Paul. Lydia, Lydia Cornell. Bosom, bosom buddies. But, Tom yeah, Hanks. Bosom, yes. Donna Dixon. I also, I I forgot she was in that. You forgot Colin Donna Taylor, Dixon. who went on, who went on to be uh, Charlie and Alan's mom in Two and a Half Men, and is also dating that other girl. Oh yeah, that's right. She was. And I didn't know that that one girl that had the crush on the other guy. I didn't know she died. I I guess I had forgotten that. Um, I put the I put it on the that eighties page, and it was. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I had forgotten she passed away. Uh, Battlestar Galactica. Remember that? The uh, it wasn't Battlestar Galactica. It was Battlestar eighty. It was the second. It wasn't the original one that came out okay. before. It was yeah. Battlestar eighty. Galactica nineteen eighty. That's yeah. What that's it was. what it was. Uh, Fridays that which was a which was a ripoff of Star Wars from left to right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, you remember Flamingo Road? Morgan Fairchild. Yeah. yeah. Solid Gold. We talked about that. Uh, you said Fridays? Yeah. Isn't that the one that Kiss was on? Yep. Remember That's Incredible? Oh, yeah. Kathy Lee Crosby. Yeah. John yeah. Davis and Fran Tarkenden. That had like one of the first ghost stories I ever saw. You ought to Google it sometime, Stevie. They're in a... Uh, they do a show on a, they're in a Toys R Us and they do an overnight that's supposedly haunted. It's pretty good. I mean, I was really into that in search of with Little Nimoy and, but I don't, I don't know if it was 80 or whatever, but that's incredible. They had some good stuff on that show that was kind of paranormal that I was like watching. But if you ever get a chance, it's a pretty good ghost investigation. I don't, I have to look it and up. I don't think that they were adding anything. It's, I'll, I'll put it on, uh, I'll put it on that 80s page and I'll tag you on it. Right. Texas, which was a another daytime drama, went to I think it was like a spinoff from Another World that went at night trying to match Dallas. Who was in um, that? Who was in that? Beverly McKenzie is the only name I recognize there. I'm think, she, I, I guess I'm she thinking, the one that played on uh, on vacation. God, Beverly and Angela. That's right. Who is Beverly McKenzie? That name rings. That name sounds familiar. But let's move on while I'm looking at that. Um, I'm thinking Matt Houston is the one I'm thinking, but that was probably yeah, better. yeah. I remember Breaking Away, which Jackie Earl Haley and Sean Cassidy were in. That was based on the uh, on the uh, movie Breaking Away. Spinoff from uh, from Alice Flow. No, that didn't last very long. I remember no, that. last one year. And then what we talked about the Fonz and the Happy Days Gang animated. So that was a uh, oh well, I don't remember that. Sanford, not Sanford and Son, Sanford. Yeah, the after Yeah. Wasn't there a, also a spin-off Grady? Didn't Grady get a spin-off too? Yeah, he, he did. He did. I'm looking, let's see. Enos, which was a spin-off. Oh, I remember that when he went to LA or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. You do you ever watch Barbara Mandrell and the Mandrell sisters? Yeah, yeah I did. That was I like the I like the brunette. What was her name? I actually liked all three of them. What am I talking about? The brunette was it was Louise and Early Mandrell. Whoever the brunette was, the middle one yeah. I guess. One, I liked of all three. one of them was married to T.G. Shepherd. You remember him? Oh, T.G. Shepherd. He had to be older than that, wasn't he? Yeah, he he was. So I mean, just looking through. That's some of them from night. There's a lot up here from 1980. I was looking up TV shows today, and a lot of shows I started started in '80 started either before or after. I was totally off. You remember? Here's Boomer. No, was that the rerun? 
okay. That was one I used to watch. Uh, they got a lot of they're they're listing a lot of. Uh, what about cartoons like Saturday morning cartoons? Yeah, that, that's what they, they're listing a lot of cartoons up here too. Super I, Friends was that on? I'm yeah. Oh yeah. That, was that started on. like in the seventies. Yeah. Tim Conway show, which I what game show, Sale of the Century. I don't remember that? this. The Stockard Shannon show. I do not remember that being on. Oh, there. I don't remember that one. David Letterman show. Uh, is that the one on NBC? Yeah. The late show with David Letterman. It was, it was just called the David Letterman show then, I guess. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I'm not a big Letterman fan. I'm like, I like Leno. Ugh. Why don't you like Leno, man? I don't know, Stevie. I don't. Never mind. The Alan Thick show? I didn't know he had one of those either. Show me that smile again. Show me that smile. Let's see. I'm looking and nothing else is ringing a bell. Hey, when did Fraggle Rock start? Was that in 80? That was later. I think that was okay. later in the 80s. I used to love that show. The Tarzan, Lone Ranger, and Zorro Adventure Hour. That was I remember that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is like taking PM Magazine. I remember, oh, I remember that. Yeah. I think Kiss was on that a couple of times. Yeah, that was they were doing a PM Magazine when they had they were here in San Antonio. That episode shot here. Yeah, I remember that. Oh really? Yeah, it, it's it's on the Dynasty tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was shot here in San Antonio. It's weird because it because it's like the arena they were showing is not where they played. Like they're showing the I I don't think so because the place they played is called the Freeman Coliseum. Uh-huh. But they were showing the arena. So because I think they had to they had to they used to play the arena when they were big, but when they got I think they had to play the other one. Because that tour was in Freeman, but they're showing the arena, and it's like, wait a minute, it's probably just bad. You know, it looks bigger on TV, I guess. Yeah, I think that's pretty much uh, PM Magazine. Pretty much the the more popular ones that were out because that debuted that year. Because a lot of this stuff I'm seeing seeing right here is foreign stuff and stuff that I now uh, here we go. America's Top Ten. We talked about that earlier. Uh, the Flintstones, 1980. That that had to be a redo of that. Uh, WWF Club. That was uh, it had to be a foreign thing. It was not the WWF World Wrestling Federation or the the uh, World Wildlife Federation either. Lou Rawls Parade of Stars. Wow. I mean, there was a lot, and we can next month we'll we'll add that top five TV shows and what you're watching then. Since we didn't do 1980 on here, Kids Break. There's some there's some stuff I've never heard of. IMDb. I'm looking through there. Uh, some stuff I never heard of up here. Jeez, you bet your life, Buddy Hackett. What was his name? Buddy Wackett? <laughs> anyway, so we've done 1980. If you don't agree with us, let us know. If you do agree with us or uh, let us know why. I've got to throw a shout out right here to a guy that uh, he's one of our fellow Loudcasters. 
and he keeps up with us a lot. Maybe not on not on social media like Facebook or Twitter, but on YouTube. He's always commenting on our uh, on our YouTube version of of the podcast. It's Marty White. Marty White always has a comment and uh, talking about our Tesla episode. He was saying that his housekeeper. I think I think he's talking about Brian Wheat because he said the bass player for Tesla, she cleans he bought a mansion nearby his house and said that his uh his housekeeper cleans that house too. And I said, Is that and and I asked him, is that Brian Wheat that she's talking about? And he said, I'll ask her. She's supposed to come in later this week. He said, We may have to hit Marty White up. Marty, if you're listening, hey. Get that lady up for some info, contact info on Brian Wheat, or let him know. Give her send send him the link to our episode about Tesla. So you did, and then uh, and then uh, you can blame blame Warden for talking about uh, Jeff Keith calling the Crypt Keeper that night. I didn't call him that. You kept making a big deal about it. No, it was you that was talking about it. I just said he wasn't a handsome man. That's all. But I don't say I'm a handsome man either. That'll probably ruin our chances of getting them right there. Jeez. Anyway, Warden, any last words? Um, we're on all over social media. Um, yes, we are. That '80s page. We're I think we're up to we're up to four thousand. Yeah. Nothing 4, I'm doing. Stevie always gives me credit, but ain't nothing I'm doing. Hey, you I, I have to there, go bud. in. You done? I, that's after struggle, right there. You put it and, out there. And honestly, it's been a pretty good, a pretty good page because I haven't really run into a lot of political stuff. Exactly. But, you know, I've had I do delete stuff from time to time that has nothing to do with the '80s. If it's like if somebody like I think somebody the other day posted something like Rod Stewart song. Um, uh, what's that Rod Stewart song he did for? Uh, it it took it came out in the '90s, hmm. and it was like. Oh, that's not the '80s. Like I don't care about that. But if no. you put something political, if you put something religious, it's going to get deleted. Yeah. But there have been a lot of that. So I'm, I've been lucky on that. Um, all things rock, hard rock, and metal. Uh, I think we got a couple more followers this week. Not many. It's kind of just the diehards. But yeah. I like to grow it. I try to cross train between on the fly and also that '80s. But you know, it just I mean, eh, every once in a while. Yeah, you can also but, find us on the fly. That's we're yes. we're flirting. We've been flirting with five hundred for a while. So hopefully we can get over five hundred soon. Uh, anywhere you listen to your podcast at uh, Spotify, Pandora, Apple, Podchasers, Good Pods. By all means, look. We ask this every week of you. If you can, leave a five star review. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. That's not. It doesn't cost you anything to do that. It doesn't take a lot of mo- a lot of your time. Maybe take five minutes. At it's the cheaper most. than Columbia House. Think about yeah. That. We don't and we don't send out little things where you you get our selections of the month and we'll send it to you no matter if you don't send the. You wouldn't want our selections of the month. <laughs> yeah, you were, probably wouldn't. But uh, yeah, and and you know we're 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 recording this on Wednesday night, like the twenty eighth, and we want to send uh, our prayers out right now because right now. Florida is getting pummeled by Hurricane. What's it, Ian? Ian and uh, one of our another one, our fellow Loudcasters, Joey Romanick, the 
is right down there in the middle of it. Now I've been I've been getting updates from him so far. So far, so good. He said that the last update I got at quarter to seven, he said, we're good so far. Really bad stuff is south of us. Thankfully, it came if it came ashore here like it was initially forecast to do, we'd be screwed. A couple of sections of defense now, some tree limbs. But that's so so far, that's it. So, so we you have, don't so you don't think it's gonna really hit you too much? It's gonna I mean, they're saying a little bit of wind, a lot of rain. Are you close? Are you in the middle? Or are you close to the coast? Where we're are you close. At? We're we're up as far north as you can get, right at the Virginia line to the in in the east. So we're not really at the coast. We're about two hours from the coast. But if a if a storm came from the coast, it would. F yeah, you yeah, up. We, yeah. It has before. You know, like we had. I don't know if you remember, because you probably weren't paying a lot of attention to it back in. Oh gosh, it was probably 2003, 2004. We had we had two hurricanes come right behind each other. Uh, one yeah, I remember that. I remember and that. one ended up weakening to a tropical storm, but it dropped so much rain that the next week when the actual hurricane came through, all the trees were and I mean it just went through there and pummeled everything and it flooding everywhere. Uh for about a we had we were without power for over a week. See, um, we See, you're a couple out, a couple hours from the coast. I'm up in San Antonio. I'm only three hours from the coast, because I mean, I always keep an eye on those storms. Because I mean, yeah. it get it hit Florida, but man, it hits that Gulf where I'm at, and it goes straight through Corpus. I mean, it's gonna up up San Antonio too. I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, three hours ain't much. Lucky, or actually, it's two hours. With this, the fact that it's going, and I mean, they're, now they're saying it could turn and go back out to sea and then come back to land oh, again. Wow. But, hit Florida uh, or what? It, it would probably do, I think it was saying in the southern tip of South Carolina, it would come back on. So, but it, the more it hits land, of course, the more it hits land, the more it's going to slow but that's down. That's happened where it's gone out and come back. Oh, yeah. There's, yeah, that's there's crazy. Several of them have gone, gone out and come back. And I um, and I see those storms when they're going and you, like they're over Cuba, the Virgin Islands. There's nowhere to go. No. Uh -uh. I mean, that storm is covering all of Cuba. All of Cuba is out of, they're out of electricity. It's crazy. Yeah. So we definitely send our prayers to everybody yes. in the line of the storm. Uh, we hope you, you're all right. And I uh, hope everybody gets through. I know I've seen some video from Florida already and the storm surge over 12 feet. Uh, it, it's, it was, it was but terrible say, what I what's saw. What's bad about this one is that it's hitting at the high tide, not the low tide. Yeah. And it's stalling. It's not moving fast. It was moving like 10 mile an hour. Uh, and say was at one time it was going to stall and just drop rain, and I mean that's not good. They had a uh, they had those webcams out there, I guess. Yeah, and and my boss was watching it this morning, and we were talking about it, and he saw these two guys out there. Then all of a sudden they were gone. Man, that storm. I mean, that ain't nothing. You got to use your. You got to use common sense, guys. I know it's probably you think it's funny to be. It out happens there. all the time. There's hurricane yeah, parties all the time. Exactly, but. You got to use common sense, or or something bad's going to happen. You don't you play heard around of the, with nature like you that. You ever heard of the Darwin Awards? The what? The Darwin Awards. Uh uh It's pretty much a list of like they do a top ten list. I think it's every year of the stupidest way people died. I mean, the Darwin because you know survival of the fittest. You know, it, it, you're out there swimming in a category four or five hurricane. You know, I did read though that they were some liquor store was giving away free alcohol. 
if you stay. So maybe oh, that gosh. was what it was. They had enough alcohol. I mean, people do That's stupid stuff, bro. Dude. I mean, they do that down here. They'll be down in Galveston or Corpus when a storm hit. They'll, I mean, luckily we haven't been hit by a that Hurricane Harvey that hit a Houston a few years ago. That was headed yeah. right for us, and that would have that would have definitely messed us up. I mean, that would have. I mean, because there's there's really nothing. I mean, a storm that big. I mean, it hits that coast. There's really, I mean, three hours away. That ain't that ain't two hours away actually from the coast. That ain't much protection at all. No, but it's so hot in Texas. That we usually have a high above us, so that usually saves our butt. That's true. We just don't have any vegetation, so we just don't get any. Don't have nothing to slow it down. No, exactly. All right, so that's going to do it for this week. 1980 is in the books. So uh, we've got some stuff coming up. We'll probably have the next episode we do. We'll probably have a guest on, and uh, we're not going to give let the cat out of the bag yet but uh they don't even know about it no just kidding yeah he probably don't even know about it yet but anyway so that's going to do it for this week and warden uh stay safe you too brother and uh i'll stay i'll stay hey i'll stay i'll stay safe in this 91 degree weather you stay safe with that rain coming towards you man yeah we we just we just uh you know we're supposed to play our homecoming game friday night but they reschedule that for next week so Got lucky on that. So it would it would it would have been a good thing to even try that. I don't homecoming. You don't want all them girls like that in the rain like that. But anyway, you guys stay safe. Just the girls. Screw the guy. Oh, they're, the guys. they're supposed to be tough like that. You guys have a great week, and we'll see you next week on the fly. See ya.